and welcome to this week's episode of Florida Man Plays X-Wing. I am your host, as always, Stephen Sesnick, and I am joined by my co-host, Reverend Joe Laporta. Good evening, everyone. What's going on, man? Uh, we have guests. We do, we do have a guest We this traded evening. in Carlos for guests. We, we traded Carlos. Carlos uh, came down with the flu. I think he got a little bit of the funk from the uh, Orlando hyperspace trial. and from shaking uh, hands with like 67 people. Yeah, yeah, probably. So uh, There's only 67 people there. One of them was himself. He actually yeah. did self handshake. <laughs> yeah, self. He, you know, came together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, so anyways, we replaced him with the winner of the tournament. Uh, we got Travis Cooper here, who uh, has not won just this hyperspace trial. He won the Miami hyperspace trial a few weeks back. So, and he's one of our local guys. So, uh, I was like, Travis, you have to actually come over and do the podcast. You've won too many times. So, <laughs> yep, yeah, quite the uh, the Florida man feet, I guess, as it were. Yeah, yeah, you're making you're making the Florida man rounds. Um, I guess. Uh, well, uh, we don't have any more hyperspace trials scheduled at the yeah, moment. Yeah, it's a shame because so far. Uh, <laughs> 16 and 0 in Florida, 3 and 3 in Georgia. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta stay, gotta stay in the state. Let's we'll see what happens with Alabama. I don't know. Uh, man, he cut me off yeah. of that one because I was gonna be like, man, you, if I'm not mistaken, you've won the last two hyperspace trials you've gone to, right? <laughs> no? no? All right, then no, no. don't get a big head about there's it. There's one in between. There's one in between. <laughs> two out of three ain't bad, right? Yeah. Right. Stay humble. Stay humble. Stay humble. <laughs> So, anyways, we're gonna uh, we're gonna start off the show talking about our uh, our exploits or whatever at the uh, Orlando Hyperspace Trial this weekend. We're gonna start the show with 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 our catchphrase, though, aren't we? Aren't we oh yeah, to be building a oh, building a catchphrase. Joe, you have to realize my job is to forget about it, and your job is to remind me about it. So. Oh, my job is to remember. We're fucked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why we usually don't barely remember it for the end of the show. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, Travis, what you drinking today, buddy? I have a Veterans United Scout Dog 44 Amber. That's one of the uh, local Jacksonville breweries that uh, I used to actually live within walking distance of. And I think they're uh, one of the more underrated ones around town. I can vouch that they're actually within stumbling distance yeah. of that apartment. I've yeah. done it. It yeah. took me a while, but I did it. I, I, I lived within stumbling distance of that place for a little while, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I have the Maduro Brown Ale from Cigar, uh, Cigar City Brewing down in Tampa. Uh, we had a great time hanging out with the Tampa guys again at the Orlando Hyperspace Trial, so Friends I figured I'd, show, I'd give yeah. them a little homage with my beer. This I think evening. I think they enjoyed hanging out with us a little less than we enjoyed hanging out with them, based on what you guys kept doing to them in the tournament. Uh, I mean, I only played Brad, but so I, I mean, I'm pretty sure both you guys beat poor Brad. I'm sure yeah. he's feeling great about that. Today. Yeah, but Brad I think did make they the were cut. All feeling pretty good in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Brad did make the cut, which was uh, which was good because I played him in the first round and beat him, and then then he just submarined five straight wins and That's into the. Uh, I hope you guys gave some conciliatory sandwiches. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, oh, yeah. I brought all. Well, unfortunately, for Brad, it, uh, it didn't go his way when we played in the first round of the cut. So I guess between me and Steve, we kind of like bookended him there. A little yeah, bit, but. a little bit, a little bit. Bookending <laughs> Brad is our new. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Florida Brad, man plays X Wing. Book, <laughs> bookending Brad since 2019. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Brad, we're gonna have to have him on next we week for a rebuttal. Been running into, what, Brad and Ryan. For like five years. Oh yeah, I think so the first time I met him, they're always a blast. Yeah. Out. Oh yeah. I yeah. usually run into him in the parking lot less so in the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. I'm there to provide moral support. Yes. Yes. Um, so no, want- nobody asked, but I'm drinking a 1901 roasted red ale again because uh-huh. I'm really trying to just. You know, they're not a sponsor yet, <laughs> but one of these days, <laughs> just say. Bold, City. Bold yeah. City. They are from Jacksonville. You know. Yeah. 
Maybe. 1901. He's trying to remember the good old days. <laughs> the good old well, days actually, of the great fire wow, in Jacksonville. That's a great introduction, Travis, because later today we're actually going to take a few minutes at the end of the show, and Joe's going to talk about the good old days of X-Wing. Um, <laughs> giving me a segment that they will live to regret. Oh, and the I'm audience sure can't see that you're wearing a blanket right now. That I mean, you look like... I don't know, some sort of FDR fireside I mean, Seriously, right it, yeah. <laughs> so this is actually pretty fitting. I'm hoping to drink enough beer that my legs will also not work. <laughs> <laughs> what, too soon? Uh, All right, so we went to a tournament this weekend. Yeah, I guess sure, yeah. We're, we're not going to do other news this time? Uh... Well, I don't know. Did we do anything else this weekend? I mean, I pretty much just did that and then slept in on Sunday. Oh, we did watch Game of Thrones on yeah. Sunday night. I didn't I, physically get home. I Sam, played so. xylophone yeah. in a punk rock band. Well, we tell go. your okay. tell your xylophone yeah, story then. I mean, it's not that long. But well, just say the the xylophone story. Uh, so I went to uh, the Bouncing Souls did their thirtieth. The Bouncing Souls. The, the Bouncing Souls. Those fucking New Jersey mooches. Yeah. Um, they did their 30th anniversary tour, and they played with a band called Crazy in the Brains, who invited me up on stage. Well, they invite everyone up on stage. So I was air xylophoning next to the actual xylophone player, and I guess he was bored or tired or needed a smoke or something because he just handed me the sticks and walked off. <laughs> so uh, with you know, great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> well, not a lot of power because he pointed out one particular key. He's like, just play this key. Just you keep know? hitting it <laughs> you know, and try to stay in rhythm. Yeah. Well, I didn't do either of those things. Yeah, I, I didn't branched figure. out. He came back. He's like, no. That key. <laughs> <laughs> no ad living. Yeah, no ad living. <laughs> it's like you you handed a random dude a, 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 the stick and let him play the xylophone. There's, I mean, you can't expect him to stick to the script. I had credentials. I had my punk rock ruin my life t-shirt on. So yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, yes, tournaments, I guess. Yes. Things, yes. yeah. All right, who wants to start? Should, uh... uh uh, I can start. I can do All that. Right, yeah, I'll ahead. hop in. I'll, I'll take one for the we team. We can segue straight from the uh, the events in Tampa Friday night to you arriving at. Yeah, because I think that had a lot of effect on the uh, on the outcome on of the it. outcome of uh, Saturday for you. Uh, you know, it did a little bit. I'd like to yeah, give a big shout out to um, Central Florida Rolls and Toll Systems. Um, <laughs> You should all be ashamed of yourselves. Like, I am a Florida man. I am on a Florida man podcast, and I am ashamed of the state of Florida, which given some of the shenanigans we pulled out here, it's pretty fucking hard to do. Um, Our toll roads are terrible. They're awful, and they're stupid. They're supposed to be faster, but, like, they literally stop you for the toll every, like, two to three miles. Well, we we live in the one corner of the state that does not have toll roads. Yet. Yet. So. Yeah, well, I'm staying here, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We're not going anymore. Um. I mean, that's really kind of the tur- the story of the whole tournament is I didn't go anywhere. Um, and I, anywhere <laughs> I went, I went really slowly. Um, I guess we're going to do like last of first, I guess. We'll like do Steve next. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll go that direction. Um, I did not finish the tournament, nor did I want to. Um, <laughs> I wanted out of there in a bad way. Um, now, now you may have been dealing with a little bit of uh, the hair of the dog that day as well. Yeah, you, from your xylophone uh, spree and bench. Oh, no, 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 no. That, that was fine. I did develop a migraine, which I developed a migraine the last time I was in sort of a major tournament for a different game mm-hmm. based on the presence of one other player. And it was the weirdest thing because I didn't put it together until like today. I was like, man, I actually I didn't realize the last time I saw him, I also had a migraine. Could be a coincidence. It could be. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Um, <laughs> but I guess tournament reports are in, in, in are important. We should do this. Um the first round, I played somebody that we rode down to the last hyperspace trial with. Yeah. One, well, so didn't you play both of them? I did. You I played did. Back, back to back, back right? Yeah. So he played yeah. one of my roommates. Yeah, some of Travis's roommates. <laughs> the first game was actually a really good close game, which was 
it was the kind of thing that causes stories like this, and it's the kind of thing I really like X-Wing about because sometimes X-Wing is fun just for for the traditions of it, right? Mm-hmm. The tradition is if I ever do anything fair or reasonable to my opponent, I will get screwed. Um, <laughs> we, we had one shot that was legitimately we couldn't tell if it was an arc we used a laser pointer and like couldn't couldn't determine whether or not this was going to be an arc. right yeah so we did what joe always does in that situation we're like well if you can't be fair you should at least be arbitrary (laughs) and we roll the die to see if it was an arc you know hits it is misses it's not now anybody that's known me long enough or played games against me knows exactly how it's going to go this is hardly a 50 50 chance (laughs) yeah yeah it's a it's a a three die from downtown shot on wedge um I suppose I should introduce you by the list. It's the same list I played last time. You know, Wedge, Dutch, Torpedoes on both, and Lando, because Lando's the only person in Star Wars that still maintains their dignity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically you take your, your favorite character and just go, all right. What do I do with the other? Yeah, yeah, the 100, 115 Wedge, points. Right? Yeah, yeah. Since 2012. Oh, yeah, there'll be one other thing we'll do about that. Okay. Um. So anyway, so it's like a downtown shot against Wedge. Like, literally, he just derps into a three a two hits and a crit for all that mattered right but two hits and a crit am i completely blanking out i'm like i am really glad we didn't call a judge over here and yeah. get a legitimate <laughs> so uh, shields thing. down and yeah. a crit on yeah 50, yeah 50. yeah on wedge and then ended up yeah. i lost that by what because you did the math while we were sitting there and you were wrong and i had that false hope I, for a I, second I, yeah which is yeah. another joe laporta story yeah story. i mean i i did i you did the quick math i, like, I think like, he won by six it. then we did the math yeah. it's like or you lost by four. My bad. It's like yeah, the one. I mean, uh, it was at the point where, like, like you know, you weren't. No more decisions were going to be made that were any different based on that. Oh, you know, no, it was. No. I was just kind of trying to eyeball, total it up, like as the final dice were flinging and whatnot. Anyway, you know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying though. But that my was bad. the. <laughs> yeah, that was the most. That was actually my best game of the time. And actually, me and Austin had a good time. We had played a gentleman's game and laughed the whole way, which I thought was pretty fun. Yeah, he's, um, he's pretty uh, happy-go-lucky fellow. He was. Well, I invented a new trope for this one, by the way. Um, every time I did anything with Dutch, I kept being like, "Now it's up. Now it's time for Dutch, and he's really gonna make you pay." <laughs> like, oh, that's how I got that nickname. But, uh, but I must have told that joke at least a hundred times. And this is a hundred and one, so. Um, so that was a close game. That was fun. Second game, I'll keep this short and sweet. Uh, I played Austin's brother, uh, who the fuck is Dylan? Um, <laughs> and uh, he was a great kid and a good oh, time. That's Dylan, quote, who the fuck is Dylan to you? <laughs> oh, is that, that's a subtitle. Yeah. That's not just his name. Oh my gosh, that was the most embarrassing He's game. He's like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. But yeah. That was one of those games that was like hard, and I think I would have gotten screwed by that anyway. Yeah. Because he had a five, a five, and two sixes. So, and he had an initiative bid. So I was actually screwed on pilot skill with a four, five, and six, which is like a recurring theme of the list that I yeah. have been playing and enjoy and don't ever want to play again. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. ba- basically, he had, uh, b- between the two of them, obviously they were aware of it, he had basically decided to play the list that I more or less played in Atlanta that was a little bit of a thought experiment about just trying some different stuff with Vader, Cimitar, instead of just for meal or whatnot, for, you know, I don't know, reasons. But. I'm not going to waste time breaking all that down. But, yeah, you know, I guess he saw it and thought it was kind of cool. You know, the one time he saw me playing in the house or something, and he's new to the <laughs> game, and he was like – and he had been wanting to play, like, Vader soon, too, for me or something AC like that and kind of learn how to play aces and play cool characters, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, he had just kind of – it was that. It was a neat list, and actually I liked it, and I thought about playing something similar. I didn't enjoy playing against it because it really – um I think it would have beaten me nine times out of ten anyway because it had 
It had high pilot skill and it had initiative on me, but also the did was because I have two torpedoes on my list. He was able to completely range control me to the point where I couldn't, I couldn't mount any sort of an offense whatsoever. Yeah, it's probably a pretty bad like matchup. It is, and it became a moot point anyway because as I mentioned, I had a huge migraine in this tournament. So the round where I set up wedge just you know on the side of the board like he normally did, and they did a four K turn that somehow managed to make him completely go off the board. Like, as in off the far edge, or he was kind of... Like, he was... I started him in the corner like you always do with right. stuff, and, like, I thought I had set him straight, but I guess I hadn't, because yeah, when he did, he did the K-turn, he yeah, flew yeah. right off the board. And that same round by, like... I believe Travis has a euphemism for a small amount. It's something to do with small hairs. I don't know. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I, I didn't start that. Right. <laughs> oh, One of the Melbourne guys used to say yeah. that all the time. Oh, really? I learned, yeah. it from, I learned it from you, Dad. But anyway, like, both Dutch and Lando landed on the same debris cloud by that same amount in the same oh, round geez. that Wedge flew off. I was like, you know... I'm going to call this one a wash. <laughs> our, our buddy, uh, Josh, friend of the show from mm-hmm. South Carolina. Who's going to be on one of these days. Yeah, we got to get, yeah, yeah. Well, I want to get, that, I want to get him on after their hyperspace trial in May. I'm going to, we're well, going to have him on. That's after, you know, I'm calling Josh a shot here. He wins with Vader, Sumtir, and Vermeil, so he can reclaim his title as a Baron, Baron Sutra Fidel. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, he, uh, the, the, the first time I was at worlds and you know, he was there with me or whatever. Yeah. And he was playing the Y wings in 2015 or whatever he um had something similar happen where one of his he was just going straight just like marching him down the side of the board and on like turn three or four of just kind of slowly going up the board one of them just went off a bit he was like well shit i didn't realize it was cockeyed or whatever he, yeah it was he one of those things where it was like there was no the, the way i'd set him up and the way he'd been flying because he'd literally been set up on you know yeah by the side of the board and had only gone straight and all of a sudden i was like it was one of those times where you don't it's not like you make this calculated right. risk. Like maybe he will, maybe he won't. It's like there is no, absolutely no mathematical way you can go off, and like, you make the move, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, well, yeah." I well, guess the force is not with me. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened the same round. They both like landed on a thing and lost their action stuff. It's like you know, I just don't even like. Yeah, I didn't have the heart to finish that game. Yeah. Uh, third game is a wash. I played. Uh, I played against somebody that had two arcs and a Delta Seven. Uh, uh, Right. Either sprite or whatever. Jedi so, like, fighter, with yeah. wedge math in there, he had a whopping one agility die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that ain't exactly how it, he wants to go. It is interesting no. to me that uh, basically everybody has switched almost overnight, pretty much universally across all tournaments on list four. Yeah, the Delta Seven seem to, to be the Delta Seven, yeah, variant. But anyway, that's just an aside. I think I actually got a two hundred zero in that game. Yeah, but like, I took no joy from it. Like, it wasn't one of those times where like you felt like you did anything special. Right. You just kind of like one dice rolls and matchup. Yeah. Uh, man, the fourth game is going to come up at the end of this thing where we kind of talk about where I don't know that 2.0 has quite gone all the way and met me halfway with all the things I wanted fixed. But the long and the short of it is it was an Aseko, uh, Ahsoka? Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Ahsoka Mace. I believe it's pronounced Ashoka. Ashoka, yeah. Because <laughs> you're dyslexic. That's an inside. Um, I'm not, but that's an inside joke. <laughs> you're probably autistic. Um, but, uh, maybe. Maybe. But, uh, you're a little too focused for my taste. Um, <laughs> it was Ahsoka, Mace, and Obi-Wan. So it's like a three, four, and a five. And somehow, like, the end of this game ends with, like, Obi-Wan just getting pilot skill on me and just completely. Right. Arc dodging and railing me, yeah. which not only felt bad, but felt bad for an extended amount of time. But we'll get to that at right. the end of the show. Um, uh, just, just as an aside, I mean, without you don't have to go into excruciating detail, but just in general, like 
how much you feel like you could have tried to, you know, identify that, you know, when you're sitting down in the matchup, like, okay, he's as being an end game, try to like, let me take him out first or how much of it was kind of unavoidable because of like the way he flew it. And then he kind of presented the other targets to you. Yeah. He certainly presented the other targets to me yeah. in, in a very a very smart maneuvering on his part. Kind I'll give him that. Keep his closer safe, kind of thing, and, and take out your wedge so that he gets the upper hand. Yeah, know? he certainly yeah. he certainly spread them out in such a way where like Obi Wan was almost a target that would have costed too much for me to move right. in on him. You know what yeah. I mean? To have to have chased him down would have been at the expense of taking any meaningful shots on the other guys. Yeah. So I'll, I'll certainly give him credit on that one. Um, some of the things about it that like were not I I have actually grown to dislike Lando as a figure in this game when he is far and away my favorite character in Star Wars <laughs> which is like hurting my feelings. Uh yeah, I got you. So I mean, it's it's we'll get into that a little bit cuz it'll be 3 out of the 4 things on my top 5 list <laughs> at least. I'll have to check my notes here, but <laughs> but um after that I dropped from the tournament cuz uh he was like, hey, "Do you plan on dropping?" and I said, "No." And then I walked away and realized there was two more games. I was like, oh, no, no, absolutely no. No, there's a smash burger down the street, and there's just no way. Um, uh, just to be fair, I, I believe later, I don't know if it would have made much of a difference, but later you did point out... Uh, that drugs help the medicine. Yeah, once, once, yeah. once you had yeah. dealt with the migraine, you were feeling much better. Yeah, it was. That helped a lot. Actually, oddly enough, and this may come in handy at somebody else's tournament later on the lines, so I'll point out, Home Depot. Home Depot actually carries medicine. Um, yeah, that makes does, sense, it, kind it, of it in does, a weird yeah, way. It does make sense. I mean, if you're working on a job site and hammering nails, and yeah. oh yeah, yeah. You know, like, well, that's why I even I walked in the first place. I was like, you know, this feels <laughs> like a long, over. this yeah. feels like a long shot, but I feel like I have a better chance than Michaels. And Michaels was yeah. sitting next door. It's yeah. like, yeah, Coles, no, Michaels, maybe Home Depot. Yeah, <laughs> you're my boy, Blue. Yeah, yeah. Like sewing needles, no, and hammer nails. Yeah, okay. Well, the sewing needles I had to put straight in my eye to make all that in. <laughs> God, I felt like just. Warmed over Bantapudu. <laughs> All right, so Steve, let's let's raise the bar here for happiness from this tournament. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so my day, um, you know, I went f- uh, five and one in Swiss, and uh, I think I ended up fifth overall, um, made the top eight. So it was a pretty good day. Um, I lost in the top eight, unfortunately, to uh, Sam Talley from uh, Georgia, but uh, we'll get into that game towards the end here. Um, I started the day off, as we already said earlier, uh, going up against Brad from Tampa, which um, was a fun game. And, you know, I always I always love playing with Brad and hanging out with him in general. So um, it was a good time. And, uh, you know, I won that one. Uh, you know, it, I, basically, he, he took he took Anakin. Uh, he was playing Anakin and um, uh, what was it? A bunch of some gold, basically. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. He played uh, Anakin with, you know, loaded to the nines or whatever. Yeah. And then. Um, I believe he had the Delta mod, but also had a stealth device to kind of split the difference on that. Something like, yeah, something like that. And he had, points, uh, right. and he had whichever the unique droid that's like busted on Anakin with the two charges. Well, let me just look at his list right, here. So let me ask and, you then the, he, the, and then he just had Wolf and two yeah, you know, yeah. D19s. The, the stealth device point wise scales to how many, uh, Agility you have. Uh, right? It's based on, it's the, based ships, on the ships, like the ship base cards agility. printed. The ship cards. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so you do the Delta no, Seven, you don't get it. Yeah, yeah. You don't get to do it. A little yeah. two point discount. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Um, so anyways, that would have been clever. That's good thinking though. Yeah. Yeah. Clever. I like that. Yeah. I, was, I, I thought about something similar, not seriously, but you know, before with like the U wing. Mm. It's like, oh, I'll equip the configuration on this side. You know. <laughs> 
So uh, so anyways, um, he he brought he brought Anakin down. Basically, I set up Sunter and, and Anakin in kind of like a face off. And then I had uh, Vader and Vermeil further over kind of facing his the rest of his squadron. And um, I, I just veered hard in towards Anakin with both uh, Vader and Vermeil and ended up catching him in a in, in a in a box. Basically, I, I zoomed past him with Sunter as opposed to jousting with him and then let Vader and Vermeil. Yeah, um, and take, Vermeil doing his signature like seven speed bank maneuver. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I did the the, the one bank, three bank um, together and like took them all the way across Just the board. Basically, is that aileron's thing? Or yeah, like, like, so an aileron, like an aileron's one bank. I mean, I'm I'm being facetious, but. You know, like I'm just saying, it's like, not far oh, off. Yeah. I'm one being bank so, followed know. by a three bank on a medium base. Like you know, he just flies across like half the board. Yeah, huh. he goes pretty pretty damn far. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so so I veered uh, veered him and Vader in, and and um and and was able to box box in uh, Anakin and take him out pretty quickly. And then um, and you know from that point on, it was just kind of cleaning up the rest of the squad. Um. Oh yeah, I guess to go over my list. Um. I'm I was playing uh, Vader, Sunter, and Vermeil. Uh, Vader with hate. Um. Afterburners and collision detector, and Sunter with Predator and shield upgrade, and Vermeil just uh, by himself um, for 191. So, so kind of the same the same points as the standard Vader Sunter Vermeil list that you kind of see out there, just a little bit different because I did collision detector and took the shield upgrade off Vermeil. Yeah, so that little uh, little collision detector spice we threw in there. That, uh, the collision that, detector that, was, that, that that did work. Oh God, yeah, the, the collision detector did work all day. It was uh, that was. Just the fact that you could fly Vader kind of wherever you wanted, I, I wasn't afraid of 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 facing. Well, everybody's obstacles. gas cloud ha- happy. First well, yeah. Of all. First of all, everybody's gas cloud happy, and you, you you have collision detector gives you some very along with Vader's ability gives you some very strange tricks you can do with the gas clouds where you can barrel roll and onto them and then still do your actions, um, or you can go over them and then use the afterburners to get an action to then set off Vader's force actions. So you can use you can utilize the gas clouds without even using your collision detector charges necessarily, um, and you can still because collision detector lets you boost and barrel roll over them without any real yeah, penalty. Yeah, it was like a passive effect. Yeah, you just have the option of spending the charge to also ignore the effect. Yeah, the, the obstacle for the remainder of the turn. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So and you, and the only the the gas cloud makes you skip your perform action step. Like but it doesn't point. stop you from doing like some other action like the afterburners and then chaining Vader off of that, or yeah. just if you're already in the performer action set doing Vader things. Yeah, and I feel like we should at least it. touch on the fact like, did you guys see gas clouds a lot at those top tables? Like down in yes. the dregs where uh, I was, it at? was still everywhere. Because I mean, the meta there's so many. You know, there's there weren't a ton of tie storms at this tournament, but just uh, even like your Leia list, your um, <coughs> yeah Obi Wan and three arcs, yeah. your just any sort of kind of basic anything is swarmier is going to use yeah, is going to use them yeah low end um, you know and, yeah, but you and there's a little swarm bit and you played swarm and davy didn't use them is that just i didn't use them there i used them well because they come out like two days beforehand and uh, i mean it was because of suture, them, but yeah hmm. yeah yeah, yeah um, suture doesn't really like them because i wanted he, i wanted to have things that i could kind of like you know lead people around yeah or have some idea like Okay, where's the safe spot to go with Cindy here so he doesn't, you know, hard turn into a bad guess and die? You know, that, yeah. that rock kept them honest, you know, or whatever. Like, I, mm. I do like having that with him. Yeah, so anyways, um, the I kind of split the difference on, on the obstacles. I basically just played one of each. I played right. one rock, one debris, and one gas cloud. you play the space potato? 
I think it was. Yeah, I played the the good job, yeah, Steve. Yeah. Sarah would be proud. Yeah, yeah. My my kid. The only thing she's ever asked me ever coming home from a action tournament. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, do you want to know how the tournament went? She'd be like, Did anybody land on the space potato? I'm like, I did not. She's like, Good job, Dad. Like, do you want to know anything else? She's like. Don't nope. Care. Yeah. The, the space potato is the original, the original, original largest, original asteroid. large asteroid. Oh, does not everybody call it the space potato? <laughs> no, Joe. That's just us. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, a really it's not the Force Awakens big asteroid. It's the Corset. <laughs> yeah, it's a 2012 big, big asteroid. Yeah, the original. I feel like we need like buttons for this, like save the space potato, like you know, some sort of like. I think the space. <laughs> well, potato there, needs is to be our there, there is a manatee one. There is a manatee one. Yeah, there's a there's a manatee rock. You can save the manatee. There's a mustache rock, and you'd be surprised. I know, often. I know the mustachio. Yeah, and it's the tiniest one, but you'd be surprised how often ships go for a mustache Oh, yeah, people ride. always kind of hit that by accident. <laughs> What's a mustache right? I do, I do. Yeah. It's like so anyways, not the Ron's Anyway, we're getting off the rails here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, we are. Anyways, my second round was uh, against uh, Travis's roommate, Austin, and um, <laughs> he was also playing a Republic list, uh, Obi-Wan, and a He had a bunch of, of the uh, V-19s. In, yeah, well, in, uh, so he, he had played... Um, I basically no two arcs to the V nineteen yeah so yeah, yeah. so with the Republic stuff coming all out you know two days before the Miami one or whatever you know he was he had been waiting for that like he had just started playing actually with second edition which is also kind of weird to have these two that like they know nothing of first edition and they've only known second edition that's very strange but anyway um he it makes my stories more they interesting. were really they're they're a little younger you know. It, uh, he's like probably like 24, I think, and then uh, his brother's like 20, and they kind of grew up with like the prequel stuff a little bit, at least like the Clone Wars cartoons and stuff. So they've been really waiting for this wave. So like as soon as it came out, I knew he was not gonna be sh- like talked out of not playing yeah. one of those lists. So I tried to give him, uh, and he, he wanted to play a Jedi and all. I, I just I still feel like, and it it's been proven a bit here, like the. Obi-Wan in three arcs seems like just a really basic good archetype. He got an ace and he got a lot of, you know, big fat guys. Yeah. You know? Cool. And uh, so that's why he played in uh, the Miami tournament. And one of the arcs was Sinker, I believe, um, with Obi-Wan just yeah. having him calibrated or whatever. And then this time around, um, basically, he uh, had to replace, he, he tried replacing Sinker with a couple of V19s that have the bodies or whatever. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it was. So, um, so yeah. So, anyways, uh, that game actually was you know kind of similar to the game with brad i i I trapped obi-wan uh real early in the game and uh and took him off the board um pretty quickly so it's like he dies in the first movies in or something yeah uh but yeah vermeil got kind of all up in there and blocked his uh his uh, blocked his boost options basically so he couldn't get out from in front of him and i think there was an obstacle in one of his other ships in the way for barrel rolls so mm-hmm. it kind of just ended up he got stuck in a box in front of vermeil at range one and and then and uh i think he used his he, he decided to use his focus token because he had the the calibrated laser turret right yeah yeah so yeah. he used his focus token or whatever to get his uh to get his uh extra hit in there or whatever and then uh vermeil hit him pretty hard um right and then i think he was down to like one hole at that point and then uh and then he, i think vader finished him off yeah he's but, definitely been learning the hard way a little bit that uh he kind of his success kind of lives and dies by how that ace performs yeah oh yeah and, yeah that's and, a, that's that's a hard thing to learn yeah and trying to you know keep him I'm you know, safe till later <laughs> in the game or you know whatever yeah well <clears throat> I, I, I know you're just Making well, you're, you're, jokes and all, but like, I, really, like with what? No, you've I'm, been I'm playing, being like, one of his in serious. Yeah, I mean, you know, wedge is very different. You know, like wedge is not wedge is not as <laughs> easy to keep in the game in the way that like a guy that can boost a barrel or something. You know. Oh, we will discuss but that. Wedge, later but wedge, but wedge will, but wedge will 
do a lot more damage on the way out than those guys sometimes if they just land in a bad spot. My only goal, actually, is to ruin all my opponent's MLV for the rest of the game. <laughs> I don't actually want to win a game. I just want somebody to I'm make the cut by having to play against me. I'm just saying that's not it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so my uh, my third-round opponent was uh, uh, Christopher Patrick, and uh, he was playing a first-order list. It was a uh, Cadillac run with hate, quick draw with elusive pattern analyzer, special forces, fire control system, and a shield upgrade. Say that and, three times fast. Yeah, right. And Scorch with fanatical and advanced optics. Hate, hate, hate. Hate, 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 hate. Um, so uh, this was a this was an interesting match. We were both at 191. So we actually this was like the one That's time. That's pretty funny. It was the only time I had to we had to roll. I had to roll for initiative during the day. Um, so he ended up winning it. Um, but that wasn't the worst thing in the world because I got two sixes and that are much, both much more maneuverable than quick draw. So, um, it wasn't kind of the end of the world losing, losing the initiative in that particular matchup. Um, so yeah, so in this one, um, <laughs> Scorch was funny in this one. So I, I, I kind of shot at Scorch first, um, cause he was, he was the target presented basically. And um, he managed to just kind of survive everything that got thrown at him for a while. He actually lived through the entire game. Like, I just couldn't... I just couldn't, couldn't burn couldn't him down, burn eh? him down, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Cheers. So then, uh, so then I ended up, uh, you know, having the switch over. I ended up switching over to Kylo. Um, you know, quick draw, I didn't, you know, mostly just didn't want to shoot. Uh, I, don't, I, only, I only really shoot at quick draw when, uh, when he's not going to have a shot back. Or if it's maybe a rear shot. That he's gonna have as his bonus I feel attack. Like the times I've played quick draw lately hasn't been as as nasty as he was before. He oh, feels yeah. like he's he, not. He, yeah, because he's he has still the very one good, charge where he can only do it once per turn now, right? He can only do it once per turn, and he also uh, he, he was once per turn before. Was it really? Well, yeah, 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 he was he once per turn before, but said once per turn. Oh, well, yeah. the the diff the one difference though is that on the old quick draw, you used to get to do you could do the forward backward bonus shot and uh, his bonus shot in the same turn you can't yeah, do that anymore you yeah. only get one bonus shot because that's just a that's just a that was fairly fire. rare i lost count of counting but that seems like like three to four shots theoretically you could do four mm. two dice shots you know obviously three if it's range one um pretty rare though because of you know the whole having targets in both arcs at the same yeah time. i mean he, he did it he did it one, at one point in our game where he um was I think able I've to seen it happen like three times yeah he was able to take a front <laughs> shot and a back shot so he went ahead and did his bonus shot that way so after he did his bonus shot that way i went ahead and shot at him because he wasn't gonna do another one yeah um and i that was able i used that turn to, to basically i think i took I think I took three of the four shields off in that turn. So that was kind of like that. Yeah. And anytime you can burst the shields down, that's pretty much the name. Yeah. Of the game. Yeah. So, um, you know, I managed to kind of box Kylo and, and, um, and take him out. And then, uh, like I said, Scorch just kept living. Um, I think I got quick draw down to half or something like that. And then, uh, you know, we went to time, but, um, I think I only, and I only lost for meal. I think both, um, which was kind of a theme for the day. Vermeil died in pretty much every game, but <laughs> then the other two would just, Maybe maybe somebody would get half on Sunter. It was kind of usually how it ended up. Uh, Vader uh, really kind of remained untouched throughout the day. I don't. I didn't lose him once. I don't think. I think I got half. He got half once. Somebody got half once on him. But um, it was part of it was interesting. I saw him die one time. Okay. Did not die uh, against the in game. What? Uh, against the separatists. Oh yeah, that was the only yeah yeah. Well, everything died in that match. That was oh, yeah, that gosh. was a whole different story. But we'll get to that. <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah. So anyways, you know, for the most part, uh, Vader was largely kind of left alone. And people seemed to really like chasing after Sunter, um, and for some reason, 
So this is kind of how it worked out. But I mean, he's yeah. a, kind of an appealing target because like he's always been an appealing target. Yeah. You can get a hit and enemies of one third dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. But the problem is you can't get that hit. Well, he's way easier to hit. He's way easier to hit now than he used to be. Yeah, it's not by any means what first edition is. Like, basically, if he gets in a bad spot, he's a TIE fighter. Yeah, and he Mm. can die like a TIE fighter. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. So then in the uh, fourth round, I played Ed Martinez. Um, uh, He's down from the Miami area, I believe. I know I've um, met him a number of times Uh, before. Um, So he was playing... um, Kind of somewhat similar list. He had Sunter and Predator and Major Vermeil, but he had Vader crew, and uh, so he replaced Vader ship with um, two scimitars with barrage rockets, basically. Um, now I had the initiative bid on him and uh, the sixes and stuff and 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 whatnot. So it it this un- unfortunately this was a really bad matchup for him, um, and I don't it this this game kind of went downhill fairly quickly just because I was uh, I was moving both you know two yeah, my two aces after after, yeah. after his his ace and right. center um and then my vermeil got behind his vermeil and kind of chased him down you vermeiled him i yeah you vermeiled this yeah yeah, yeah. i vermeiled the vermeil yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so um yeah so that that's kind of what happened but that was just a it was a really I, I think just a really bad matchup for him um just just because of the way the uh the initiative bids and that kind of stuff. It is shake interesting out. to see the barrage rocket bombers coming back a little bit. So yeah, showing up in a few lists now that you can play them in hyperspace. And, mm-hmm. uh, but after you know the point adjustment, I think people are a little shy with them. But they're, they're probably still pretty solid for their costs. Yeah, they'll probably be showing up a little bit more. Yeah. So then my uh, fifth round opponent, um, which was my only uh, Swiss loss of the day, was uh, Gilbert Miller. Um, he was playing. Uh, uh, separatist list Darth Maul with uh, hate General Grievous Count Dooku proton bombs hull upgrade and K2B4 tactical before. relay um, I don't know what it was before but <laughs> well, clearly before K2B5 oh uh-huh. touche He's been uh, saving that for days, by the way. Yeah, right. No. Uh, and then there was, uh, and then he had um, DFS uh, 311 um, with the energy cell charges, grappling struts, and emissions fail safe. Holds you down to one battle, doesn't he? Um, uh, no, I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, no, he was the no one that he's that the shit. one that hands out. Uh, he's if the one that gets that. I will be impressed. Yeah, he's the one that can hand out comments. a, um, I mean, I got it too, token. but yeah, he's the one who can hand out a calculate token. So, uh, and then there was just three basic trade federation drones with energy shells and munitions fail safe. So this was a really interesting list. I had, I, I actually had not, I had not even played against a separatist list up until this point. Um, so this was kind of my first experience with the separatists. <laughs> um, and this mall, um, I know that there's a lot of people playing the double infiltrator version. Yeah. At least there was last week. At least. Yeah. yeah. This. this particular version of mall with, um, with count Dooku crew on it is really, really good. Yeah, it's um, it's possibly it's up there as one of the tankiest things I've ever played against, including a lot of the stuff in 1.0. Um, it was really, really hard to get any damage on this thing, especially when you only have a three ship build. Yeah, definitely an aces build. I, I could see struggling to really put the hurt on him. Yeah, it was super hard to get any damage on him. I was out maneuvering them all all day, like the whole time. Like right. I wasn't really worried about that. It, it was, it was just that I would get in there for a range one shot and would be lucky to do one damage. Um, just, just because of the way he was using um, Dooku and Grievous together. Uh, right, so yeah, especially if he's getting multiple grievances, yeah, which kind of 
Sometimes happens almost on accident. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna, you got a random droid dead to rights one turn? You know, what are you gonna do? Not yeah. shoot it? Well, and that was the <laughs> thing. That was the thing too. Is I was getting the like I said, I was uh, Sunter was getting in there for his range one shots, but he he stu- he kind of was getting a little, and he was even he had Predator active from a lot of these, and he uh, he got a little bit of the uh, the the three out of four. You know the yeah. one blank cancer. Right. It's like you know I'd roll th- three out of four paint and then we'll call that stage one. Yeah. Stage one dice cancer. <laughs> yeah. Right. So uh, I, I would just kept predatoring blanks into blanks, which um, right. You know you really need to get your full four hits. Um, yeah. To punch through at, that. To punch through all this stuff, uh, which made it so it just made it even more difficult. It was more of a downhill battle. And in the meantime, while I'm trying to you know put damage in the mall, the Trade Federation drones are coming around with their energy shell charges and right. and light lighten me up. And the way that hate works with um, with Dooku, especially, uh, basically he, he was just getting used Dooku constantly. So um, looking at hindsight, it looks like this, like, um, and it's it's probably different than playing against it once, you know. But um, it, with an aces build, I guess what I would try to do if I know I could kind of avoid or you know arc dodge mall pretty much all day, but he might just be hard to kill. I mean, if you just killed all four of the droids, you know, and just be ahead on points, that might be the, the yeah way to victory. There. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to, I'd have to play against it some more it's one of those things like maybe I, I you get mauled half if you have yeah to. i mean i, I quite well, if you kill the if you kill the drones first i mean grievous doesn't recharge past the one right no i mean so if you grievous, kill them first then he's never getting more grievous right right i mean grievous is a, yeah, yeah, is yeah efficient as a one as a one of use he's basically a shield upgrade for one point less in addition to the holder shield upgrade yeah. you could also play yeah yeah so right. yeah he takes up a crew slot but they don't have they've only got basically two good crew options arguably three mm-hmm. but you, you're only gonna do dooku or palpatine because they both kind of use the same combo yeah and then grievous um, so there's really no reason not to have them. Um, it's just a bonus if that happens. But again, like, you know, if you're, if you're even kind of going from all, and then all of a sudden one of these drones is just, you know, range one dead to rights against, you know, one of your aces, you're, you're not, not going to attack it. Oh yeah. yeah. So no, I mean, and, turn I, Grievous back on, well, so. and I, and I attacked them too, but, um, yeah. y- you know, part, part of the issue was that it was, um, you know, K2 before was at, was making that a bit of a pain. Right, which, um, again, yeah, I can see that against Aces. Yeah, and uh, so K2, you know, because K2B4's ability basically is that he can, um, he as the tactical relay, uh, basically you add an evade result. Um, yeah, and you can cancel that effect by taking a strain or something. Yeah, yeah, so they get to add an evade result unless I take a strain. And you really don't want to. Yeah, I mean, they still have to. The, the target still has to spend a calculate to do that. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah. regardless, but he's got to calculate. Aces, it's yeah. pretty annoying. So against aces, it's fairly annoying. Like you, you have to be really careful taking strain, especially if you've got something like Dooku in the air, in the vicinity. If he's got a shot on right. you, so um, that was kind of something that had to be managed a little bit. Um, and then you know having the one droid that or uh, the tra- the the DFs uh, DFS three eleven who would just who basically just you know use the grappling struts and he just parked on a rock and he just spun around in a circle getting whatever shots he wanted and then. Um, also being a danger to be able to pass out those calculate tokens to whoever, you know, had a, maybe a better shot or whoever really needed it. Right. Um, and it also kind of created this, situ- this weird swirling situation where the whole battle kind of ended up swirling around that one rock. Right. Well, now, um, can you, can you <clears throat> try to mitigate this in the setup phase, you know, in turn zero by placing the rocks in a better spot? Or? Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, is that something you would do going forward 
having some foreknowledge now of how this thing operates? Yeah, I mean, well, if you really wanted to mitigate it, you just bring gas clouds. Um, but uh, I brought gas clouds to this tournament, so I mean, yeah, I mean, not not the, like the physical game components, but I did crop dust <laughs> quite a few times. Um, Yes. Not to a tactical advantage, but, you know, for <laughs> a very satisfying moral victory. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so anyways, um, you know, you could, you could bring Dare the... Dare you uh, to not edit this out. Uh, <laughs> you think I'd like to edit? <laughs> You're daring my laziness, Joe. <laughs> I know you too well. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, the, uh, uh, so <laughs> the whole battle kind of swirled around this one rock and uh, it... Honestly, knowing the list a little bit better now and having played against something like it, it, it definitely would probably affect my rock placement to some degree because right. I think I put that rock there that he ended up just sitting around the whole you right. know the whole game. So um, I mean, if you really want or are afraid of it, then you're gonna bring you're gonna bring the gas clouds because they can't grapple onto them. Um, but he's going to bring rocks that he can right. grapple onto. So it's not well, like you're totally... Well, choice he did in this list, too. Gotcha. We only bought one set of grappling struts because realistically, how many things can you... You don't really... Need, yeah, yeah. And you honestly, I mean? putting it on the guy that has the range... It kind of works with that guy with his ability. It works very well with yeah. his ability that he can kind of park in the middle of a battle, basically, and just hand out his tokens whenever necessary. And it's hard to point at him because you're... Because you have to move and he doesn't? Well, yeah. that and you also... We'll talk about pointing, that pointing at him also means you're pointing at a rock. So you, it's one of those, well, you get too close and suddenly you get in a situation where you have to run it over and, and you have, you know, you've got other issues. You, get, yeah, you have other true. positional issues just run, going up against it. It's like um, we always talk about this show. I mean, they're putting the impetus on you to make good choices. Yeah. In a situation you're not familiar with. Yeah. Like they're used to landing at a rock. Yeah. You're not used to flying around some guy yeah. that's sitting on a now, rock. Now, the one thing that worked to my favor is I did have Vader with collision detector. So I, I actually, I actually took Vader at him. Um, Vader just going there. Vader just went straight out. <laughs> like, uh, so you got to run into me. He's like, no, do not want. Yeah, yeah. Two. So I just kind of ran Vader straight at that rock, knowing that I could just fly over it or whatever when I needed to. But um, and I did put some shots into him. Um, but because of the network calculations and um and Count Dooku's ability, I wasn't able to really push any da push uh, enough damage through to actually kill the thing. Uh, and then by that point, Maul was kind of coming around and Sunter was having was having to deal with him. And I was trying to peck some damage in on him. So I just I ended up taking taking Vader off and to try try and go help with Maul. Right. Um, but I just, you know, and then the trade droids were kind of behind me and, and putting little energy shell shots into me that were picking away at me. And eventually it just, you know, they all died. So um, but it, it's yada, definitely yada, yada. Everyone's dead. Yada, yada, yada. We're all dead. <laughs> So uh, it's definitely something I'd need to fly against some more, and um, just just because it's mechanically, I I had never seen it before. I mean, it's one thing to head sim it; it's another thing to actually play against it. So um, it's something I would need to probably play against a little bit more. Now that I've played against it once, I already have a better idea. But you know, probably a little bit more practice against that kind of stuff in general. Um, so, anyways, uh, sixth round opponent. Uh, was uh, JJ? I uh, hope I'm saying your last name correctly. JJ Giron. Um, and he was playing a rebel, uh, rebel beef squad. It was, um, saw Guerrera with uh, selfless Lando Calrissian, Leia or, uh, Leia, a pivot wing, uh, two gold squadron veterans with selfless iron cannon turret, uh, iron cannon turrets and veteran turret gunner and, uh, bigs with server motor S4. Now, now, so he had Lando and Leia on the same ship there. Does that take up one crew squad or multiple? 
that just depends on that just depends on which uh, crew quarters they were assigned. I, 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 I kind of stole Joe's joke there. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, your, your timing on it wasn't bad actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, Rebel Beef being the name of this list, that is when two warring rival gangs have conflict with each other. Yes, over usually over you know their little. Well, piece you of know, turf. you joke, Joe, Lando, but there is Saw Gerrera in there, so kind of. Yeah, it was really like, it, like ghost basically it was basically it was a beef between Biggs and the rest of the named people because he was the one who was sitting outside. And uh, uh, for what's worth, for the fodder, he but. was playing uh, wherever that Y wing is named Evan, whatever. Instead of they weren't both. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. had the uh, he had that other Y wing that the thing uh, has like the 1.0 bodyguard. It gives it, focus to give somebody an extra green yeah, around. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah so this is actually entered incorrectly in here. But, um, but anyways, other than that, other than that, it's uh, correct. So, uh, but there's a whole lot of damage passing going on in this list. Yeah. So. Um, and which is a little weird with Vader because I'm usually rolling a lot of crits. And actually something that I realized as I'm playing this game that I had never Just even stop, thought. Stop using the computer? No, well, no, <laughs> you can't. Oh, uh, it's, it's mandatory. It's mandatory if you is have the target it? lock. Yeah. Oh. So if you, have the, if you have the target lock, you have to turn something a hit to a crit if you have a hit you know, there. So which is something I realized during the game when I went to be I was kind of like, um, yeah, I'm not going to I don't want to do a crit this turn. I want to get all these hits into this one person. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I, I have to do a crit. OK, <laughs> that's weird. Uh, anyways, it was just a strange interaction I'd never really thought about before. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the selfless everywhere. So the crits, are, you know, the crits are getting passed all over the place. Um, now, the one thing is that works. That's fine and dandy for a couple turns. But then I think uh, then it kind of starts to become like it doesn't matter because this guy yeah, maybe not I mean, be I like taking... it paired with Saw's ability. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Turning he's the saw one that on. you get like re-rolls when you have damage actually in your hull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah I mean, it's, no, it's turning it's saw a really good way to maximize that. No, yeah. it is. But against Vader, who's constantly pumping out crits, you suddenly have some very hard decisions to make depending on like where those crits land on, and because they get passed all over the squad if you're if you're using selfless to move them around. Um, so it, it you know it kind of creates some weird decisions for um, I think later in the game just because Vader was you know constantly pumping those crits out for you to have to yeah. decide on. It's not like you have the one odd crit that you just pull over and it's on, yeah. onto a shielded ship or something. It's um, all of a sudden like all these ships can decide whether or not they want to take that crit to hull. So um, yeah, so in this one, um, oh, I'm trying to remember what happened. Big, I took out. Uh, I think I took out the Gold Squad Y wing first. Um, no, actually, I'm sorry. I think I took out the the named one, the the one that hands out the uh, the evade die. Um, and then I was able to put some. I was able to put some damage on the. Uh, you know, Biggs. You know, took a lot of damage onto himself. And then I got a pretty good shot into him and got him down pretty low. And um, at that point, uh, the the Gold Squadron and Saw. Uh, we're trying to kind of turn around and turn back around. Um, and I had, uh, I was able to line up a nice shot on Biggs and, and, um, and take him out, uh, before he could, before he could shoot. And, uh, I think I did the same thing to the gold squadron on like the next turn or something like that. And then, um, and then I think time got called. I think saw was still on the table. So, um, but anyways, I needed that win. Just like in the movies, you Just lived like, through the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, but I needed that win to get into the cut. So, um, you know, because this was a 67-person hyperspace trial. Yeah, so yeah. the cut was purely five and ones. There was no it was a top eight with uh, with no four and twos in it. Yep. So That was like my job because I had already been eliminated from contention. Like everybody that we knew that was going four and two was like, I might still make it. It's like my job to be like, mathematically, you were eliminated, sir. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you sure? I'm like, I've had nothing to do for the last two hours but sit around and tell people bad news. Yes, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, it actually yeah. was possible going in the last round there to actually have nine. 
five wins. Yeah, there might have been a five and there was there was almost a five and it one didn't who happen, didn't but didn't it make it. Yeah, that it was, was a possibility because of pair down. I would so. not have been the guy to tell him. Yeah, that was <laughs> that would have been real rough. Um, Man, so anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, it would have been breath. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I finished in fifth in the Swiss and then um, go into the top eight and uh, played Sam Tally from uh, Atlanta. He was playing a tie swarm. Um, he had uh, pr- the pretty standard, um, you know, Inferno squad swarm. Uh, Academy pilot Wampa, Gideon, Sane Marana with marksmanship, uh, Iden Versio with swarm tactics, and Hal Runner with swarm tactics. Yeah, Sane's a little uh, off kilter. Sane's I a mean, little. Oh, I've it. seen a lot of people playing it lately, actually. Yeah. What does yeah, Sane I mean, do? Somebody inform me. She has the uh, same ability that Wampa had in first edition. So if they if you cancel a crit, then they take, they take automatic a, damage. Yeah, 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 automatic face down. She face still down deals a face down card bypassing shields, which is pretty weird for second edition. Um, yeah. So basically, yeah, she might get a random crit that she just rolls. Oh, marksmanship, with power, you know, that does but that, right? marksmanship, yeah. So basically, if she bullseyes you, yeah. and doesn't like completely blink out, like she oh, rolls something. Oh, a random, a random crit, like when you rolled double natty crits on me that one time. Yeah, <laughs> it can happen. But but basically, if you're bullseyed, she <laughs> two does, naturals. She rolls I would think one hit. of them would be augmented. Uh, no, yeah, they were they were all one. all naturals. Um, yeah, I, I still it it was pretty much Del Miko for a while, and I'd still. Consider leaning that way. There's so many things like in the meta. Former president of Moe's, Paul Del Mico? Uh, I don't. Uh, no. I don't think so. But <laughs> <laughs> he was an uncovered boss once. But anywho, yeah. Anywho, uh, so. Um, and I've even seen Scourge in there, but then you lose a Swarm Tactics. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, in this game, um, you know, because I had uh, Vermeil at four, which, you know, the, most of his squad was at four or five, um, you know, hit the two ones with uh, Wamp right. in the Academy. So I took initiative um, to try to get uh, a block off with uh, with Vermeil to try to you know, hopefully get you know the plan was to get an early game block and try to and try to um, uh, screw up the formation of the swarm as early as possible um, because once the swarm was kind of out of formation my aces we could just have a field day kind of going in and out and 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 picking them off um, so. I almost accomplished that. I was just off by a little bit. I, I probably should have done a slightly different maneuver than I did. And um, uh, Vermeil blocked one of them. I think he blocked Sane um, out on the edge. Um, but I didn't quite get into the middle of where he ended up, right. uh, which is what I was aiming for. So, um, so that was that was close. And I think if I had, if I had pulled that block off, I think that would have completely changed the game. Um, because uh, you know um, Vermeil ended up with no shot on that round, and he just kind of blocked Sane slightly off kilter. Yeah, he definitely has to get a nice yeah. juicy. Here's four dice, yeah. change one, like yeah. really tear into somebody important that's in that back row. Yeah, at yeah. range one. So he, he could have. That's put, more important than the block itself. Yeah, really, it is. In a way. Well, yeah. Well, the block's huge, and then also tearing I mean, into somebody with no token both, is but, huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's the two things combined. Yeah. So you need to get into kind of yeah. the middle of the formation to have something to shoot at. Um, so I just didn't quite pull that off, which I think was that that was uh, probably the biggest you know, the biggest single turning point in the game. Um, then after that, uh, you know, we, I mean, it, my green dice, honestly, my green dice were super hot, which kind of uh, which kept Vermeil in the game longer probably than it should have. Um, but he, you know, managed to survive a few turns and, and, and do a little bit um, and then uh, Vader and Sunter were kind of picking around the edges and, and started um, started kind of getting their work in there. But um, ultimately, uh, <laughs> ultimately um, Vermeil went down. Uh, well, he got he took that double crit <laughs> where uh, or Sane just rolled two natural crits without the bullseye or marksmanship or anything. And um, 
so he left it as opposed to spending it because it was just two because crits. And two it, crits yeah. yeah. And then I, of course, blanked out and took both those crits, which were um, the hull upgrade in the or the hull breach and the fuel fuel leak. Um, yeah, it's a fun combo. There. Yeah, yeah. So then on the next turn, uh, that was the last shot of that turn of that round. <laughs> Um, so then on the next round, he, uh, he shot with Sane again. Um, and oh. I th think again, got a natural crit, which basically just turned into give me a card, which then flips this and flips this yeah, and flips this is, and you're yeah, dead. Yeah. Wombo yeah combo, the wombo combo. So it was basically, he just needed a crit there and, did, and that just did it. So, um, but anyways, you know, Vermeil had, had probably overstayed his welcome at that point anyway. So, um, so it was fine, but, uh, uh, yeah, so then it was just trying to deal with the swarm at that point. I managed to really kind of the, the last big swing was when um, I lined up a range one um, uh, bullseye shot on Womp on uh, Howl Runner and um, with no tokens. And uh, again, did the uh, Predator blank in a blank thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, Howl Runner survived his one hull. And, um, and then, you know, for Sinter's trouble, he ended up uh, getting half pointed. And that was kind of the... Uh, the, yeah. the the game right there and then we just then the swarm broke up everybody started flying away and trying to get away and it, it you know because time was closed at that point so so that was that game and that was how i got knocked out of the top eight but uh it was a great day it was um had a lot of fun um i got do uh, want to give a lot of props to the cool stuff um down there for running the tournament they did a great job so they did it was a pretty clean run tournament yeah yeah it was a, it was a very well run tournament so um i appreciate everybody down there for their work on that and uh now we'll let travis talk I want to I want to interject oh, one embarrassing moment um, from the tournament uh, because the people that ran it were super cool. So I got there super late, as we talked about it, from the toll roads that yeah. were down there. So when I got there, I, I went to the marshal, you know, try to say I wanted to register for this tournament. I was about a minute or two past like the registration time, so thankfully they let us in. They let me in in general, but he was like, uh, <laughs> "Who let you in here?" <laughs> I know, I know. He was like, "Well, um, I've got one or two things I got to do here. Go down there and sign up with Gonzo." Which is funny because I, you know, I just got off the road. I've been on the road for an hour and a half and was pretty surly because of that. And I was like, I have no idea what a gonzo is or where a gonzo, <laughs> what that is or what you're talking about. <laughs> Later in the day, I did realize that gonzo is in fact bet on this show when I was not here, right? Isn't that the, the no, 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 no. That was George. That's that Oh, wow. Yeah. Even more awkward. Oh, I thought they were both on here. No, it was just George. Oh, just George. Yeah. So who's gonzo? Gonzo is uh, the... He's the guy. That, at cool he's the, yeah, he's the guy that works at oh. the but he also plays. I think he also right, plays. Yeah, I know. He knows all them and all. Uh, yeah, yeah. Runs tournaments, plays. You know, yeah. whatever. Well, <laughs> double awkward. Travis, okay. uh, save us from me talking. <laughs> all right. So um, I started off. Uh, the first game was great. Um, I had a buy. Yeah. Uh, so that's always nice. I, Did you uh, get some food or something in your stomach? Uh. Well, we we sandwiches. No, we. We, we stopped our, for the traditional. Yeah, uh, we had our Chick Fil A. Palm Coast Chick Fil A. Unfair advantage. Yeah, we, your gypsy uh, yeah, blessing. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. Well, what happened was so, okay. So this is what happened. So we we stopped at the Palm Coast Chick Fil A on the way down to any any tournament south of us. All the, like at every. There's a good Florida man story it, there too. I yeah. believe somebody naked got stabbed in that drive. Yeah. That we should really have the Florida man <laughs> yeah. story. Wait, so. Really? Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, so he was from Jacksonville too. He just happened to God. be in Palm Coast. So, I swear to God, I thought was it, it was. Gate? <laughs> no, that sounds way more like yeah. you. Yeah. So, so we stop. We always stop. Mike, this, maybe we always stop this one Chick Fil A. And when you go to Chick Fil A, it's kind of like a 50-50. Like you, you're either gonna get the person who says have a blessed day, or you're gonna get the the person who just says have a nice day. And uh, so no, they say my pleasure. 
Yeah, it's whatever. It's becoming like their catchphrase. God yeah, whatever. Us. So anyways, it's kind of like a 50-50. And, and whoever gets whoever gets to have a blessed day is like usually has a, a good tournament that day. Um, well, you, you know, the funny part is I'm going to go a step further, and I don't think I even told you this yet. So uh, when I was placing the order, uh, the girl that was working behind the counter there even asked like, oh, you know, so where are you guys from? What are you doing? You know, uh, that yeah. kind of thing. And, you know. It's always weird, like somebody just randomly asks you that. You're like, oh god, how do I try to explain this? Yeah, now? going on yeah. church trip. Yeah, so no, I just said, you know, hey, you know, we're from Jackson. We're going to Orlando, and she, oh, you know, what for? I'm like, you know, we're playing in a competition. And she's like, oh, okay, that's cool, you know. So I think like maybe being uh, like forward with that and not trying to, you know, hide it. Maybe somehow, you know, fate, you know, was smiling on that. Well, no, I think because I mean, then when I went back up later, it was the same person. It was the same employee uh, that gave me the blessing. I think uh, it's more I think related it's to I think yeah. it's more related to how many mints they drop in your table at the end. Because like I've actually well, been there on a couple of days where I've had my worst days where like you guys well, we just gotten three to four mints and I've gotten gypped on them. Uh, like literally like three for you, yeah, we didn't four get, for you, yeah, no we three for you. Mints. And I'm like sitting there and be like, and they'll just walk yeah. right by. No mints. Yeah, no mints. No, no mints. mints. But anyways. Anyway. Continue uh, on with yeah, your My breath is pristine. Yeah, that's not mints words. All right. Um, so. Oh I'll drink to that. So, uh, yeah, I had to buy um, because I guess at the, the first tournament or two, um, I had actually kind of forgotten that, like, you know, we had a store championship season last summer at the end of first edition. I pretty much tried to black, like, most of that out of my memory. Um, yeah. You know, that whole I'm time really. frame of the game. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, I, 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 I won a store championship and was like, oh, yeah, I can actually use a buy. Um, so, you know, I just used it here because why not? And then... Um, in the second round, I faced off against uh, Todd Scholl, who uh, he and his son Brian are two of the, uh, I guess he's a kind of mainstays in the Melbourne group. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've definitely played against Brian several times. I think I may have played against Todd once or twice, like way, 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 way back, you know, yeah. but not in quite some time. Um, and uh, he's, uh, he's a good player. He's a. Again, around that same time frame, I remember him doing pretty well in some sort of championships and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so he had obviously won his first game, and he was playing uh, a, a Leia list, um, which I actually ended up playing against a total of three on the day. But what was kind of interesting is like each one was different huh. a little bit. It's like yeah. what they put with Leia. Yeah, there's always a little differences. So his was, you know, obviously Leia's riding around on a U-Wing or whatever, but um, he played Dutch and Wedge, and then... Uh, uh, an A-Wing, actually. Uh, not Jake or anybody, just like a three-skill generic that had outmaneuver and cluster missiles. And then Wedge had torpedoes. Uh, Dutch just had ions because, you know, points. But um, I guess the highlight of that game was at the beginning. Um, I guess I, I didn't mention my list yet. All right. So I decided to go with uh, something pretty, what seemed to be very, like, kind of basic and straightforward. I don't think I'm really, like, reinventing the wheel here. But um, I, I felt like with all these Republic lists that people were trying, and, and really with the new factions in general, there's so many moving parts and yeah. kind of wacky stuff that it's like you kind of want to start simple and work your way out from there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the arcs just seem really efficient. Um, I feel like there's sort of was like a hidden sweeping giant rebel or a Republic swarm that hadn't really shown up yet. And so I literally just took Sinker and basically crammed as many people in with them as I could. Yeah. So it's Sinker with a shield upgrade because the ships themselves come out to 196 and a second arc that's just a generic 42-point guy, you know. 
and then uh, for the generic yeah. V19. I, I will say what I think is really interesting about the sinker is that, uh, you know, obviously he's the Republic's HAL runner. It's, yeah. it's the same ability. The only difference is the footprint. Yeah. And the but the footprint I think allows you to fly much differently than obviously you have to fly a tie swarm. Yeah, and and if they really focus him down, he's going down in two turns. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like you can't get a lucky string of dice, and Howard Runner just keeps living and living and living. Yeah, and, and they're like, ah, oh, God, why did I go for? Her? But he's usually almost guaranteed to live through that first volley. No yeah, what? And give you a volley. Yeah, you know, in most cases. So like in in case in point, so um. You know, he, he does, uh, Todd does his whole Dutch wedge, you know, here's wedge is about to fire a fully mounted torpedo at you thing, right? Mm -hmm. And his A-wing was going somewhere that was, you know, pretty obvious, but I couldn't really still like turn and deal with him without, you know, being in a bad position for everything else. I had to just kind of let his A-wing do what it wanted, which, yeah. which sucked, but he did a good job of like putting me in that position, you know? Yeah. And, um... So basically, between the outmaneuver on that and wedge, he had what seven dice from the cluster missile and the uh, and wedge that were going in against zero defense, and then he was going to follow that up with like you know an ion shot from Dutch or whatever, and I'm like, okay, this could be pretty bad, but he's probably still not going to do you know ten damage. I might take like eight, yeah, you know, and just and and get my volley, <laughs> but he had some atrocious uh, target lock reroll or whatever wedge, and only did two damage with the torpedo. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's um, always hurtful. Yeah, it, it, it might have been one of those like he might have kept his focus for defense out, but I think he just rolled like two blanks on the reroll or something. Yeah. Um, so I ended up taking like five damage on Sinker in that round. Um, again, I don't know how much it really would have mattered as far as that goes anyway, because like as long as he got that one volley, it might have yeah. been worth it. Um, but obviously that made it easier and, um, sinker oddly enough, didn't take any damage the rest of that game somehow just kind of veered <laughs> off or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, once it got into a total, you know, scrum with guys blocking everything up and all, you know, it got pretty nasty for the rebels there, but he, I think he did also, you know, maybe like turn or two after that, um, forget to trigger Leia oh, at, yeah. at, a, at a key time. Now the turn that it happened you know, based on the position, oh, I was expecting Leia, right? I'm expecting K turns out of those two and, you know, a zero out of the U-wing, you know, so, like, I'm already planning my moves around that at least, and with as many bodies as I had, I can, like, block up K turns and stuff. Yeah. Um, but still, he, like, dialed in those moves and had to eat the stress or whatever because, you know, it, it, he, he, it, we weren't moving super fast or anything. I wasn't, you know, trying to, like, all right, you know, it's dials. It was kind of like, we just kind of went through it and, I thought he was trying to hold it and be crafty. Like, oh, this is the turn you would obviously use it, but I'm going to, like, do some cute zero on the yeah. U-wing and go zero two times in a row and do some weird shit with Wedge and then yeah. do it next turn with a talent roll. You know, I thought he had some plan he was working on. Um, so then it was, like, halfway through the activation phase. He just kind of, like, offhandedly said, yeah, I totally forgot to do it, and oh. here's my moves, you know? Yeah. But, um, and then uh, the second game was against... Um, the uh, same opponent you had in the last round of Swiss mm -hmm. with the uh, damage sharing uh, big yeah. Leia list. Yeah. And uh, that was a little worrisome at first. Um, basically just jousted it and Sinker was kind of coming around, you know, at an angle and, you know, giving his bonus. Um, but he was able to do kind of just enough. Um, he, he was one of the only opponents I had on the day that didn't really go right for sinker or at least the other arc like he just kind of took what was available to him yeah and that might have been at least in that situation I think it was the right approach yeah because uh, like people will try to burn down sinker and they'll come up a little short and then like they're not 
impacting the alpha strike at all. Yeah. Um, and that one extra... Well, if you like, almost kill Sinker, that means you would have killed the gold squad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So it's like that one extra guy... You know, it's, it's like the old palp shuttle. You know, that one extra attack makes a big difference at the end of the turn. It's like, yeah. oh, by the way, here's three more dice with a focus and a reroll yeah. on something that's been its stuff already, yeah. you know? And um, he also did a good job of using uh, the Evan Y-Wing or whatever mm. on, on, like... Actually, I think on itself, but like on the perfect guy that was like, I had three shots that were going to be like, you know, range two on that and three on something else. Yeah. Or range one on that and two on something, you know, whatever. So it was like same defense dice either way. So that, that was, you know, the first turn was looking pretty decent for him because he was able to kill one of the gold squadrons before it got to shoot because his Y wings are threes in yeah. that particular build as well. And, um, yeah, and then I think on the second turn he did the same thing. So it was like there was a couple turns there where he was basically like killing one a turn before it went. But um, on the second turn, I was able to line up a really nice with my second arc that was kind of just jousting him, just kind of like barrel rolled to shift over where it was in the jousting lane there a bit and block two K turns when he was you know he was doing Leia yeah right away. And just the important part on that was just basically them not turning around the bigs and the lead Y-Wing or whatever. Yeah. And um, getting to focus. Or I, I think the Y-Wing got chain bump and got go ham on my arc. But I, at that point, it was nice having them shoot a nine health arc instead of yeah. one of the guys. And um, that's kind of where it started to turn. And, uh, yeah, it was it was tough for a little while when he was splitting around the damage and, um, you know, sharing or turning everybody ability on yeah but once you got in the situations where like okay there was only one other guy like in this firing arc on this shot or you know whatever it, it kind of started to break the phalanx a bit yeah um so at that point i was you know three and oh counting the buy um and then i played against a tie swarm a, a different one uh one of the neil one of the guys from uh i think one of the newer ish players from tampa but you know he seems to be uh doing a pretty good job yeah um and uh he yeah again same idea the six guys were i think instead of saying he had scourge yeah and, um, yeah so one of the reasons why i chose to uh, one of the other reasons i chose to play this list was I, it just felt like a bigger kind of beefier version of ty storm in a way yeah it's got that how runner effect and all and so i liked the way that it matched up against a tie storm as it kind of got more popular in the meta the six dies or even you know, just other similar stuff like Leia and all. Yeah. Where, you know, you could kind of try to just go in there and have a slugging match with them and beat them at their own game. Mm -hmm. And um, basically I had a plan to use the secondary arc to kind of move up and, you know, bank turn, barrel roll, whatever, kind of power slide in there and block up a bunch of the formation in the way that like the jump masters kind of used to do, yeah, match, yeah. you know, yeah. on the first pass. And then, um, you know, I, I, he, uh, I can't remember what he, Attacked. I think he may have gone for sinker or you know whatever, but it it kind of split his fire up. Like you know, these guys are blocked by this guy and can only shoot sinker, and these guys can only shoot this. Yeah. Know? And then uh, in that particular game, after the first round of combat was done, his you know Iden charge was gone. Of course, um, he only had the one swarm tactics because he was playing scourge. So his academy pilot actually got ps killed by my twos and everything. Oh, okay. And then his Howard also died. Oof. And that was on the first turn of yeah, you know, engagement. So he's immediately down from, you know, six and a half, seven ties, however you count Aiden's ability to four. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and, you know, he put some damage into the arcs or whatever, but like none of my guys were dead. Mm -hmm. And at least one of his had to kind of just fly off. Yeah. You know, so um, 
at that point, um, 4-0. Um, I then got to play against, yeah, another Layla's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you took all the Layla's. I only had one of them. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. I like, had zero, so. <laughs> yeah, we kind of we sort of had, like, trends, you know? Yeah. But um, I, I think it was uh, Brandon was his name. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Um, he was, well, yeah, he was a player that was saying this was like his first, and I feel like there were a few of them. I think even, uh, even maybe, you know, um, the separatists would say Gilbert, but they were saying it was like their first big tournament they played in. Yeah. And these guys were, they were clearly doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was kind of nice. Like we've kind of got like sort of a new, there's a new wave of players wave coming of in, players, yeah. especially in Florida. Uh, so that's kind of nice. And especially in like Tampa and all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was playing uh, the the two named B wings with a uh, instead of just a generic U wing like well I, okay I guess the other one was saw for the re rolls of the splitting damage, um, but you know Todd was just playing a generic in the first round, but uh, with the B wings he was playing Cassian because they've got extra stress mechanics. So in addition to Leia's nonsense, you kind of want to be able to pull extra stress off to yeah. abuse their abilities in case you don't roll an eyeball with ten them. Yeah, it's a great safety net. Because the rules changed on that in second edition, yeah, where you have to actually roll an eyeball, yeah, and you know the Braylon rerolls and stuff. And he had Horton, who's able to also, you know, with just your turret gunner, ion turret, you know, whatever, and he's able to get rerolls on both shots with you know other guys up in the scrum and like whole upgrades on everybody that wasn't the U wing. So he had mm-hmm. you know some staying power, and um, he also did a pretty good job of kind of forcing where the engagement was. But I was able to kind of like mitigate that by finding a decent lane and we got into the scrum where you know people are basically fighting without actions and all and generally that's in my favor with the uh the, the sinker re-roll yeah yeah and um just having more guys more health more shots you know than even these types of lists but i feel like with with the passive re-rolls he was getting from braylon and orton and the fact that like you know you can bump with a red maneuver but you're still stressed for like yeah. focus with 10 numb. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's like he had kind of the right tools to deal with it. Um, uh, it, it. I just happened to get like just enough damage, which it was one of those, like it wasn't unreasonable, but it was kind of the math is kind of close on it. And it was, you know, like one hit one way or the other, you know, and I happened to get kind of like just enough with like the five shots I took on 10 number or whatever to burn him down in one turn. Yeah. He would have been a problem with kind of that oh, yeah. focus in the middle of the bumps. Yep. And then the other two had the re-rolls that, that you know, was kind of like what I was doing. And I thought, you know, could be a problem. But um, he like overall his dice were OK, but like specifically his dice that he re-rolled were garbage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like of the like 20 dice he re-rolled, there were like two hits or something. Yeah. You know? So... Um, it just didn't gain him enough uh, because of the ways that the dice went, and you know, again, was able to pull out the scrum. So at that point, I'm five and zero, oh, and I know I get to you know coast in regardless of what happens in the final round. Yeah. Um, there were three five and O's. The other, I got paired down. Yeah. So the other two just final salvoed because it didn't matter at all. Um, and uh, I played against um, an Obi Wan triple arc. Republic lists, um, just like, you know, naked generic arcs with Obi-Wan with, yeah. you know, Delta and R2 Atromach or whatever. And um, I guess that game, uh, I was able to get a slight advantage on kind of the positioning of sort of the opening engagement. Basically, all of my guys could focus <laughs> on the same arc, but uh, one of his arcs 
couldn't shoot the same target that like the other ones could or whatever, yeah. you know? And um, I was able to burn one of them down and in return only had like one V-19 go down to one hole. Yeah. And then I had him kind of veer off and threaten to come around behind him if he didn't spend time shooting that guy and finishing him off while everybody else was continuing to shoot him. And um, he happened to make kind of a pretty grievous error on where he uh, ended up with Obi-Wan and didn't clear a boost past one of his own guys mm-hmm. and got stuck there with basically nothing more than one force token and six health getting shot by like four or five ships. Yeah. So it was fortunate that um, I was able to get that opportunity to burn down the ace or, you know, early with everybody on him without having to try to deal with them later. Cause at that point, like Henry played against an ace. I was just playing against other <coughs> swarms of beefy lists. That I was just able to kind of out muscle. Yeah. You know, so I had, if I, I hadn't played against a list like yours or something and trying to figure out, you know, what to do against that. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that win and the, uh, you know, I guess the MOV or whatever had happened out of the final salvo next to me, I ended up in first after Swiss, uh, which means that I got to play against Brad from Tampa. Yeah. As the <laughs> so this is how we so, bookended Brad. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, and I like I said I love I love Brad I love playing against him you know he's always yeah uh, uh, we're always cracking up and everything yeah um, so it sucks to knock him out but um, if I if I hadn't won that last round he might have been the ninth seed so yeah yeah <laughs> at least uh, I kind of did him a solid on that because yeah. um, because that guy was offering you know, he's like hey you're in no matter what you want to just final salvo and I and I understood where he was coming from um, maybe it wouldn't have mattered you know, on the math or whatever, but I, I kind of felt like, um, it could affect somebody that, you know, who yeah. they got in the cut or whatever, oh, yeah. and it wouldn't necessarily be fair to them. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just play it out and see what happens. Um, but anyway, so I, uh, I guess I would have had three of more dice than him in the salvo anyway. So who knows? Yeah. But, uh, it, Brad had mm-hmm. like a, you know, decked out Anakin, um, that was pretty scary. And then Wolf and two V nineteens. Mm-hmm. Um, he said it like Anakin on the complete opposite side, and it, he was able to just kind of in two turns, you know, five straight boosts, five straight boosts, yeah. just kind of flank all the way around. And I couldn't really do anything about it, but you know, I just decided he's gonna be such a pain to try to lock down. Oh yeah, I, don't know, I mean, he he can do basically whatever he wants, whenever he yeah. wants, you know. So I'm just going to go for his other stuff that's kind of right in front of me. And, you know, I got two arcs. He's got one. I got four V-19s. He's got two. I got yeah. rerolls and just blow those guys off the board and just try to get ahead and just kind of weather Anakin. And maybe yeah. if I get a chance to kill him, cool. If not, you know, he's got to chew through a lot of health all yeah. by himself oh, yeah. in, you know, 35, 40 minutes or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm already up by, you know, 100 points or whatever. So I just went in and... Um, basically was able to kill the two v19s in one turn and um his arc was there but just kind of at range three or whatever and then on the next turn burned down the arc and then after that it was it was pretty hilarious just watching anakin just dance around six ships like it was absolutely nothing yeah yeah and, and i'm like <laughs> he pulls out like a move i'm like i didn't even know i had that you know <laughs> like it's just it's just like whatever and i saw a ray of hope once like the two droid charges have been spent but even then it was just there was like one turn where i had three shots on him and it's like okay if i land a hit and knock out the self device here. Maybe I got a chance on them. Yeah. And but they weren't great shots. It was like you know, oh this guy K turn this whatever you know little nomads, and nothing got through. And I was like, all right, whatever, it didn't happen. Yeah. Just evade and pray. Um, so he he did nibble a lot of guys to half, but not enough to you know 
Mm-hmm. It, it would have taken pretty much a whole like two hour vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> he probably um, would have eventually caught you, but uh, yeah, it would have taken some time. Yeah. But um, so then I ended up playing Sam in the top four after your game against him mm-hmm. um, based on the bracket. And so this is, you know, marks the second time I'm playing the tie storm and I get to kind of continue to just try to put my theory to the test here. So I did have sort of this like initial plan and approach and deployment, you know, kind of figured out to try to mess up the swarm and all. And we'll call that plan A. Yeah. And, you know, in a perfect world that goes off without a hitch. It has a great effect and it's, you know, you cruise to victory. Yeah. And, you know, but even if it doesn't, plan B with this list was, again, it was just a simple kind of beefier version of it. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons why I picked it going into this again expecting tie storm to be popular or lay a list and stuff knowing knowing i mean frank just knowing that he was coming with tie swarm and there would probably be others doing it too you know like and you know he's a good player that's going to be up there with yeah. a tie swarm at the end of the day and you don't <laughs> know what anybody else is going to play and yeah like and i feel like if you're if you're trying to prepare for tie swarm you're you're pretty set against like the field as well it's oh yeah just basic fundamental you know stuff um but anyway, so I, I get the block in there, and it, it blocks up a guy or two, but doesn't do as much as I would hope. And um, it, it's really tight on getting Sinker to live through the volley because that's kind of the one list that can burn him down in time. Um, he's taking two five-skill shots and four four-skill shots and you know, Wampa and Gideon. Um, but I tried to, you know, with the block and everything, you know, take out a focus or two, push some guys back, essentially to like range three shots and all that i think there was like one or two shots that were just you know by a hair in like range two or something you know and um because sinker was like kind of back you know because that's the thing like sinker doesn't have to be like right up with everybody in the same way you know um as like a how runner and uh i think i rolled you know like a total of six or seven green dice across the you know five shots that sinker took or whatever Mm -hmm. and, and rolled zero of eights yeah. And it was like just enough to take him down, kind of, you know, for the most part. He had one more shot that went on another guy. Um, but I don't know if that, you know, he, he would have been like a range three, whatever against Sinker, you know? Yeah. So if Sinker rolls like a couple more of aids there and just gives me one extra attack and the re rolls for the other five guys on that volley, yeah. it, it can get bloody like it did the first time. Around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that didn't happen. So we're, we're kind of in a worst case scenario here. And with my other attacks, I end up only. Uh, you know, like first guy hits Iden for a couple of damage, and the next one burns the charge, and then I've got like three more shots on her, you know, and a couple of them are range one. I've still got a couple of focuses, whatever, and I just don't get that one more damage here. Yeah. So now, like, that whole turn ends up with Sinker gone, the shield's gone on my other arc, Iden just has two damage and her charge gone, but he still has all his guys. So it's pretty much worst case scenario. Um, and you know, like I said, the dice, the dice had gone his way a, a decent bit, but nothing, you know, crazy. Yeah. Um, just between, like, those evades and, you know, <coughs> Iden living there. Yeah. But, you know, even if Iden was dead, that's still looking pretty bad. Yeah. Um, now, this was about the point I walked back in because I, yeah. I was getting a sandwich out in the park. Yeah, and everybody was like, yeah, like man, I mean, it, it happened fast. You know, we just lined yeah, up yeah. right at each other and like, yeah, you know, Sinker's already down, you know, one turn off the table. And I was, yeah, I came I in, realized, I, I came like, in and saw Sinker down, and I was like, oh. yeah, I'm like, this is this is you know awful, of course, but um, yeah, I just kind of looked at it like the only thing you can really do in this situation, your 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 plan is kind of gone to shit, like is just, uh, you know, 
make sure you get your K turns and town rolls and shit to land, which this is kind of where the town rolls on those things started coming handy. Mm -hmm. Um, to kind of land in spots where they weren't getting blocked and stuff and, um, just get arcs on targets and you're in close. You still got a lot of bodies. You're basically throwing three dice and three dice at each other. Um, He's got an extra defense die. You got more health. Because even at that point, as bad as it had gone, I saw 10 more total health on the board. Yeah. Because that list just has an insane uh, Yeah, it was like 39 health <laughs> yeah. or something like that. So, like, yeah. even <laughs> losing 13 health to his two, I yeah. still had 10 more. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at that point, you just had to have to line up the shots and throw a ton of dice over the next, you know, four turns and kind of just see what happens. Yeah. You know? And if you can get Howard Runner at least even if you lose another guy over uh, soon, and kind of yeah. level the playing field on that, anything's possible. And um, my guys were kind of starting to cause more blocks. Like, even though he was shooting first, you know, that that was going to come into play, you know. So um, that next turn, I'll admit, was one of the craziest things ever. Yeah, <laughs> it was. So, you know, I understand his frustration there because my, my attack dice just went bonkers. Oh, it was, yeah, it was crazy. So basically, I had like five shots and one guy I think had a focus but the rest had like K-turned or whatever yeah. so like just unmodded and whatever you know a couple range ones whatever that <laughs> added up to like 12 dice and 5 shots or whatever yeah. it was all natty hits yeah all of it yeah and so it was, it was getting ridiculous it was like two hits two hits <laughs> three hits two hits so I understand you know his frustration there but it you know it happens you know yeah. like it's why you play these lists that just have a ton of bodies and a ton of dice because yeah you know, over the long haul, anything's possible. And, um, you know, like I, I was saying, like, I feel like my, my dice or the dice against me were in the first round were probably in his favor. They were kind of like 75, 80 percent in his favor, you know, and then those dice were like 95 percent in my favor. Yeah. So it was kind of bonkers. But, um, you know, it, it, it just spoke to kind of the resiliency of the list that there was still that much on the table to take those shots, that yeah. much on the table to chew through. And you could also look at the points, even if you just counted, okay, sinker's dead and Aiden's halved. You know, I was down by like 20 points. Yeah. You know, it wasn't insurmountable oh, as yeah. bad as it looked with the abilities he had <laughs> and the initiative to shoot and the rerolls. Um, because all those other guys are still basically full. So, mm -hmm. and um, once you get into this scrum where they can't focus their fire so much, you know, the pretty tie swarm kind of breaks up a bit. Um, those random shots, you know, even having to deal with two defense dice on each roll they make really starts to get old. It's like, oh, I rolled one of eight on two dice. I rolled one of eight on two dice. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, and, and a V19 soaks like a whole round of fire, you know, or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, and um, so basically on that turn, like, Iden did take the one damage required to die. But Howrunner also died on, like, um, I think maybe, like, one, you know, bad defense role. He had that turn where he blanked out. Yeah. But, you know, she was eating probably, like, a couple range one shots or something. And um, then the game was swung. Yeah. And once he got into that scrum, you know, now it was, you know, this guy moves here, focuses, you know, uh, like one of my guys before <laughs> him. You know, guy number B moves here and mm -hmm. focuses. Guy B blocks this guy. Guy A blocks that guy. Guy B shoots at that one. Guy A shoots at that one. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and gets shot. Well, back the big no thing, the other big thing specifically about Howlrunner and Iden going down is because they had swarm tactics on them, and that yeah, made, that as well. So th that made that, Wampa yeah, and the Academy that also made, actual ones. Yeah, primarily Wampa. So yeah, and with that many, you know, five, four, or five shots left on the border, where like somebody was looking at Wampa and could just shoot at him at my convenience. Yeah, you know, and uh, <clears throat> at that point, like turn three onwards, it, it turned into a, just a grind. But that was the the kind of 
scrum I wanted to play. Yeah, yeah. And it, it kind of eventually was just able to, you know, grind it out. But, it, it, you know, I obviously swung heavily in that second turn. But, you know, like I said, the, the first turn kind of went a little bit the other way. So it happens. Because, I mean, going back to the first game, or really the set, the, the approach and what happened really wasn't that different. It was just kind of the way the dice went over. You could see what that list could do to a tie swarm on turn one, potentially. Yeah. You know, and even on the turn where I was rolling a bunch of nannies and all, other than, I think, like I said, like maybe one rolling hunter, like he was at least still, you know, with his unmodded defense dice, getting, you know, the average, basically like one to evade, one evade, or like a two evade here. Yeah. And <clears throat> if if he had been so unfortunate to also have bad defense dice, there, yeah. it could have just been obscene. Yeah, yeah. And it was crazy enough as it is. So um, I think just... It, it was a crazy moment, but I think that it's important to not lose in the shuffle the power, the beef of the list. Yeah. And not let that overshadow it. Because, mm-hmm. again, like the resiliency of it, even if, you know, the first plan didn't go as well as you'd hope, was why I chose it for that matchup. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it proved it twice that day. And, yeah. And, it, and in the sense that the first time it showed how plan A could work without a hitch, and the second time it showed how... When, yeah, it, when the, the shit. chips are down, like <laughs> it can still pull it out yeah. if you know it just kind of gets going. So I mean, I think the 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 resiliency of the list also is what um, is what helped in the final a lot. Yeah. Um, so not to take anything away from from Gilbert there, he played great. Oh he yeah, no, that was a tough um, game. You know, he uh, that was the most chips I think that, I saw you lose all day. Or yeah, at least that asshole. mall. Yeah, yeah. That mall was such a bastard. <laughs> yeah. But so it was a cool list. Um, yeah, I did. I think uh, I might have had one other game get down to three ships, but that, that was pretty low. But, you know, it was also a two hour game. So, like, that's kind of a part of it. You know, those, yeah. those random V19s with two whole left die. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I uh, so I initially set up looking like, all right, I'm just going to kind of go for these droids that are across from me and maybe turn everybody in the mall later. Um, and if he had uh, committed. To kind of like seeing, it's so basically it's kind of the same approach I took against Brad. Yeah, and because because Maul was on the other side of the board, and if he did um, turn the droids in a turn sooner, that's probably what would have happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, like rightfully so, was kind of delaying that to give Maul time to come over, and um, because of that. I realized, like, basically, if I stuck with that strategy, I was going to end up with, like, everybody down, even if I killed the droids or in, like, the far corner of the board, trying to turn in the corner with obstacles and shit, and with, like, Maul just right up behind me. Yeah. It, it would have been bad. So, you know, and I knew he was pretty tanky. It would be hard to, like, randomly pot shot him down. I had to get one, at least one good turn of just full You had to get a like, full, full, yeah, volley full salvo on him, yeah. So I... um I had the opportunity to change my course there and like veer everybody into them. And um, I think one, my extra arc kind of couldn't really get there. So he just kind of stayed on the first mission of, you know, fighting the droids and kept them busy. And I think he actually knocked a token off to stop an energy shell coming in that turn. So that was kind of helpful because mm-hmm. um, it he got ignored because all the droids he was fighting could still energy shell long range or whatever into sinker. Yeah. I knew he was going to do that. Right. You're gonna yeah. Shoot sinker. So cause sinker is kind of like in the middle of the two, you know, skirmishes and yeah. over here on the other side, you got my four V 19s going right in Maul's face and sinker, you know, shooting over there as well from, you know, mid range. And, uh, with those five shots and the rerolls and everything, I was able to, you know, through Dooku and, you know, hate, get one back, you know, grievous something somewhere, you know, whatever. I was able to burn the shields off and put about two or three damage cards in them 
couple crits, one of which was a structural damage. That Yeah, that was huge. And that was pretty huge. <laughs> that was um, super huge. <laughs> it definitely helped. Um, I don't think it was a be-all, end-all that people were kind of making it out to be. No. But no. it was definitely helpful to, for finishing him off later. Well, I think um, it also made him, had to make, it made him more timid. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It definitely did. Um, I mean, you know, with the way that thing flies, he's still kind of, for the most part, like... Okay, this is attorney slips. This is attorney K turns, yeah. you know. But um, there was one turn where he didn't do that and he flew straight to like drop bombs the next turn, you know, yeah. because of that, you know, and then, <coughs> and then sweep later. Yeah. Um, but even at that point, like Maul was halved and I could finish off all the droids. Yeah. So, like, you know, that's still, even if I wasn't ever able to get him because he didn't have a structural damage, um, I think I could have, you know, held out on points because at the end of the game i was down to three ships uh it was the second arc and two of the v19s but they were all full and you know when maul was down to you know like three left or whatever yeah and there was about 20 minutes left so it may have still been difficult for him to score enough you know worst case scenario Mm -hmm. but um that second arc took a while to get back in the fight because he was playing with the droids and all but uh because he wasn't a primary target you know his droids were helping support yeah he got ignored just ignored the entire game yeah so he was full health coming in the end with like you know a focus and a target lock he had picked up earlier on mall you know like so i knew he was going to come in and kind of close it yeah with like you know so in the last round i was able to get a shot that quality shot from him and like a range one you know shot from one of the other guys yeah and finally burst mall down but yeah that mall lived for so long with like three or four hole or whatever it was with no defense eye. Yeah. Just from like, okay, the only shot I have them is like uh unmodded, you know, some dude that K turned, you know? Yeah. Okay, fine. You know, and this shot, you know, this shot and it just wasn't doing anything. Yeah. And, and because of the way, like I said earlier, like you just kind of have to randomly kill droids when they're presented to you. He got an extra, I think you had to do like three grievances mm-hmm. over the course of the game. Yeah. But what are you going to do? So that was a, that was a full run there. Um, yeah, it was quite yeah. a run. I mean, you got, you know, two hyperspace trials and uh, yeah, in like, what, maybe, three maybe weeks? Maybe we'll have time another time <laughs> to do it kind of retroactively and go back over the first one a bit. But, um, you know, it's good to talk about this one while yeah, it's the yeah. fresh news, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, so anyways, it was a great day down in Orlando. And, um, again, just thanks to uh, Orlando, you know, uh, Waterford Cool Stuff for uh, for hosting the event. Yep, absolutely. Um, but anyways, we're going to take a break right now and uh, go kick it over to the Florida News Desk. We'll be back. This week in Florida, a Florida man was arrested after being filmed wrestling with a fake alligator in a mall. Gianni Sosa Hernandez was charged with criminal mischief after damaging the display alligator at the Falls Shopping Center in Miami-Dade County, according to Miami-Dade Police Department. In the video, Sosa Hernandez, 18, is seen removing his sweatshirt and running to the side of the display. He then jumps over the barrier, throwing the fake alligator off a rock and into the display's pond. Sosa Hernandez picks up the alligator before performing a wrestling move on it that police identified as an RKO, a move popularized by WWE wrestler Randy Orton. He then pretends to pin the alligator. Police said the manager of the mall confirmed that the alligator, which was valued at $3,690, was damaged from the March 30th incident. A witness identified Sosa Hernandez after watching the video, and Sosa Hernandez confessed to the incident and apologized after he was arrested, according to police. Sosa Hernandez was also involved in a separate incident a week earlier where he allegedly performed a wrestling move on his high school principal. He allegedly performed the same RKO wrestling move on the principal of the Miami Southridge Senior High School on April 10th and was charged with battery on a specified official and interference with an educational institution, according to an arrest report from the Miami-Dade Schools Police Department. 
Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the second half of the episode. And uh, now we're going to take a little bit of time to talk about uh, news out of Celebration. We just uh, obviously they just dropped Wave 5 um, or at least uh, the initial preview of Wave 5. Um, there's not a whole lot of new content in here. It's um, this is kind of similar to Wave 4 where it's a bunch of um, it's a lot of re-releases. But there are two new ships um, and they are both for the new factions, uh, the Separatists and the, and the Republic. Um, so the first ship is the Nantex class starfighter. Seems uh, legit. Seems legit. Yeah. So this is, um, so this is Dooku's, uh, this is like Dooku's ship from like, Attack that, that is Clone. the sailfighter thing. It, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought I was like combining two ships together. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what that yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the sail thing. It's the, it's the thing that he has in Attack of the Clones. Doesn't appear to be making use of that mechanic, which is a little surprising. Maybe, yeah. But, yeah. A little weird. You know, so that's fine. So anyways, this is, um, it's kind of an interesting ship. So, um, basically it has, uh, it, it, it's only printed arc is, uh, is a front bullseye arc. Um, for th- for three attack dice, um, it has a turret arc, uh, mobile arc uh, with two attack dice, but it cannot put that mobile arc into the into its rear, so it can only use the mobile arc out of the sides or the front. Yeah. Um, this is a very strange ship. Yeah, to, to yeah. me, I mean, there's really, you know, it's got new mechanics and stuff altogether, kind of. But this ship, loosely, vaguely, kind of, sort of, whatever, reminds me of like a Phantom. Yeah, but for this faction, yeah, like a like a an ace ship, but it's not quite so straightforward as just playing like you know boost yeah. bear roll whatever you know yeah. what I mean. So it has three defense dice. It's got uh, four hull, and uh, its only actions are uh, focus and evade. Um, you know, it's it's got kind of its built in ability that um, allows you to rotate the arc. Um, yeah, now see, it it can only rotate its arc through that ability, which is also kind of interesting. Yeah, so it's kind of sort of like the it's like the, the Republic A wing yeah. to take a stress. So it can only rotate its arc by taking a tractor token onto itself. Yeah. Now it can do that just after executing a maneuver. I think this thing's gonna be bonkers. Yeah. I think it like possibly abusive. Yeah. So, yeah. The, so the, it, what jumps out at me uh, is first of all, after you execute a maneuver, you may gain a tractor token to do it. Yeah. Does not say fully. So there's no way to stop this thing from doing its nonsense oh, if it yeah, wants yeah. to. Yeah. That is very strange for second edition. I'm yeah. very surprised that that doesn't say that. Um, so when it's tractors itself. It's going to essentially boost her barrel roll. Mm-hmm. So basically, that reads is after you execute a maneuver, even if you don't fully execute it, do a boost or barrel. Yeah. Now you can only boost straight. So you know with the way trider beams work. Yeah. Um. So you know whatever, but that's still pretty bonkers. Like you run yeah. into somebody, you're like, All right, I'm still going to barrel roll here and dodge this arc. So that in and of itself is pretty bonkers. Now you, you are giving yourself the minus one agility. Um, potentially, mm-hmm. but you know, if you're getting out of the arc, you know, with, you know, I don't know, a guy that's six pilot skill. Yeah. Uh, still pretty good. And then there's of course ensnare. Yeah. Where you get to just pass the tractor token off. Yeah. So, so this is a Nantex only, um, uh, talent upgrade called ensnare. It says at the end of the activation phase, if you are tractored, you may choose, uh, one ship in your mobile arc at range zero to one, transfer one tractor token to so it. So this basically boils down to after I do a move, any move, doesn't yeah. matter if I fully execute it. Yeah. I get to then, and, and it's also like the way a tractor works, you're performing a, a boost or a barrel roll, you know, you can only boost straight, but you're performing one of those things, but still not an action. Yeah. So you still get to do it even while stressed. So even when you sloop or K turn. Yeah. And if you had a way to actually do a barrel or boost action, 
Uh, I don't see any of that now. The pilot abilities don't seem to do anything like that. You know, there's no upgrade that just adds that. But if if this thing had a way to actually do a boot, like a, I don't know, it's coordinated a boost or something to it later on in the game's life, you could, like, do both in the same turn. Yeah. Because of the wording. Tractor, the tractor beam moves where you get yanked around is basically defined in the rules of reference as performing a barrel or performing a boost in the same way that you gain a focus token or acquire a target lock. Yeah. It's not actually that action and you can also do that. Action. Yeah. So that, luckily that's not a thing yet. And you know, they have juke on top here, but there's not a way for you to get a free of aid. So it's not another juking, you know, ridiculousness. Yeah. But just within snare, that's, that's pretty bonkers. Cause yeah. you're, you're basically going to always get to reposition no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then also re- rotate your arc because that's also like not an action you're just doing it yeah and then just pass that tractor token to something within range one of you in the arc you just rotated yeah and within range one of you where you just repositioned yeah <laughs> and <laughs> you know again with six pilot skill yeah let's say and then that guy is now tractored so you then get to yank him booster barrel style mm-hmm. or whatever and now he's got the agility penalty. Yeah. And then the ability on the six skill guy is while you perform a primary attack, if the defender is tractored, roll an extra attack die, it looks like it says. You know, yeah. not 100%, but like 95% on that. Yeah. So, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, it's only got the bullseye. Oh, gee, it'd be so hard to line up bullseyes if I got to barrel roll myself and then barrel someone else in. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. so I think this thing's going to be absolutely bonkers. I mean, you know, hopefully I'm just a doomsayer here, but. Oh, man, I could see it, that ship ability actually getting eroded or something. Yeah. Like I could see, this could be some serious problem. <laughs> it also has a really good dial. That too. dial. So I was looking at it earlier. You know what it is? It's the IG dial that just like instead of the one straight, it's basically just got like the five straight, you know, five straight 5K. Yeah. Instead of like a one straight and a 4K. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. So it's a, it's yeah. a really good dial. It's yeah. got the uh, it's got blue bank ones, uh, uh, white hard ones. White hard twos, blue bank twos, uh, blue straight two. Uh, it's got three sloops. Um, it's got hard uh, white hard threes, um, white. Uh, I'm sorry, blue bank threes, uh, blue straight three, uh, four straight uh, white, and a five straight white and a five K turn. So it's got a ton of options. Um, it's got a lot of ways, good ways to clear stress um with that dial so it's 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 just a it's it's just a really really good all-around dial and it's got sloops which i i i think um i've always been a personal the sloops have always been a personal favorite of mine i think any any ship that has that has three sloops uh, or even two sloops are is a just a fantastic maneuver right and but. we can't really tell what that other like new the thing next to one's there that's like a specific you yeah know, new thing for this yeah it, it says something about uh you may re-roll something something tractor something something yeah. fire arc you know whatever <laughs> yeah but uh you know that if that's that's not likely to be another talent that's likely to be a a mod or possibly a configuration yeah right yeah probably a mod so like <clears throat> that seems to be potentially you know points or thing yada yada but potentially another piece of the stack on top of what i've already mentioned that could get really nuts yeah um bringing back target computer school 
Yeah, tar- nice yeah, and simple. Yeah, targeting computers in this pack, which um, I don't know I, how useful it'll be for this thing. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, but just in general. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, targeting computer is actually probably the thing I'm most excited about in this pack. Yeah, just um, to abuse Suntier. Just to put on Suntier. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I was saying at the end of the tournament when we were talking about this, like Predator's cool. Yeah. And uh, you know, you have to see kind of the point cost on this and all. It's probably going to be three or four. You know, ballpark. Yeah. Um, Predator's neat, but if you could take target locks on those turns where you've just, you know, you're 100% safe with Sintir. You yeah. got your targets dead to rights. Yep. And then free up that slot for outmaneuver for those exact same situations. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. I'm just going to, you know, oh, you're bullseye. How about focus target lock outmaneuver? Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So no, no, that's going to be nuts. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about being able to get the uh, get the target lock on, on the Sintir there. Uh, the other thing that's in this pack is actually in the other pack too is um, snapshot. Yeah, well, it looks like snapshot's coming back. It's a uh, it's a talent slot still. Um, yeah, it's basically the same thing, but range two exactly. Range yeah. two now instead of range one. Yeah, it's range two. It's range two only, and it has um, the other interesting thing they did with this, and I and I think this is kind of a uh, a, a little bit of a rhymer protection. Yeah, I think it's just for um, is they put the uh, missile icon on it so that you can't get a range bonus, um, any right. range bonuses with it. Uh, so rhymer, you couldn't you couldn't put it on rhymer and get like th- uh, three dice with it. Um, admit when he makes when he wants to make it a range one. But you can still put it on rhymer and shoot it at any range apparently. Yeah, unless you, it's got yes. it's got a lot of text on there that I can't, appears yeah. to be actual text and not flavor text like yeah. the target appears. So yeah, like it, it might have some weird like oh you can't change the range on this and then yeah. I don't know why they put that yeah. thing on there yeah because it seems like rhymer proofing but. Who knows? Who knows? Hard to say at this point, but uh, you know, when we can see the rest of the card, that'll be that'll be better. And then we've got then we've another got Y wing. Another Y wing. So the Republic gets the uh, BTLB Y wing, um, which is the uh, the the one from the the sleeker looking Y wing from the Clone Wars show. Um, and this one has uh, uh, let's see, what is this? This one's got um, it's got uh, two attack dice out of the front arc. It's got one evade die. It's got five hull and three shields. So its stat line is actually much more similar to the original Y-Wing. Um, yeah, it actually, so it has the same stat line and the same maneuver dial Yeah, as a 1.0 Y-Wing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yep. So they literally were like, oh, let's make a prequel Y-Wing. What's it going to be? I don't know. Prequel to second edition. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, for actions, it's got a, uh, a focus, a uh, target lock, um, a red barrel roll, and a red uh, reload action. Yeah. So it's got the same action bar as the current Y-Wing. Yeah. But the the health and the maneuver out of the old one. Yeah. Now, the ship ability, it's cute, but... Because it's not when you would suffer a critical damage, suffer whatever, you know, you know, whatever. I guess they couldn't have ordered it that way because it wouldn't turn off. But um, because you change a crit result to a hit, mm-hmm. it's a defensive modification of an attacker's die. Yeah. So it's actually not. It's it's cute. I mean, if they just kind of threw this on, and it doesn't really affect the point cost of the ship really all that much. Like, yeah. You, you know what I mean? It, it's cute. But I don't think it really does much because it's like, first of all, they, they gave it back one more shield anyway. Yeah. And then, like, if you have that ability against, like, you know, I don't know Vader, it doesn't do anything because he can, like, he's, gonna he's just yeah. going to change it back. Yeah. It's kind of like juking a die with a focus or whatever. And the other thing, I mean, you know, he would have. 
it's one instead of two. two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's taking the natural yeah. crit and turning it into a hit. But yeah, 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 because it happens before that. Or it also means that any crit that's on any die that was rerolled is gonna bypass this ability. Yeah. So it's just kind of there, I guess. Um, by the way, you could yeah, you could see the snapshot clearly on this one. It just has usual snapshot text, so nothing yeah. weird there. Yeah. So um, it does, there's some other upgrades in the spread here that are kind of hard to see. It looks like it's definitely there's definitely adding some more devices. Um, yeah, I see bombs a, uh, and and whatnot. Yeah, another bullseye arc weapon there that um, I guess that's like a bullseye arc torpedo it looks like uh, it, it yeah because it probably has basically the same upgrade slots too um so that's that could be interesting uh apparently a third faction needs to have c-3po because yeah. that's just you know <laughs> well he's in every movie yeah right? <laughs> um he's across timelines there's an ahsoka gunner peeking out there it looks like it says mm-hmm. tano with the force the purple force thing that's yeah what that looks like to me yeah um uh, I, I don't know what the hell that thing is next to the uh, proton bombs. Uh, a, a weird. I, I think it's an. It's a unique astromech. That's what it is. Yeah. It looks like the. Um, got like the scum Y wing ones. It would like. Oh, it's been a target lock to reroll the guys a defense dice. So those things. Yeah. Those R four ones. It looks kind of like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So some cute shit. I don't, a very wordy uh, force power. That looks like a new force power. The thing in between the ion and the. Yeah, it whatever, does. That, that's a force token in the text there so you know we'll finally get it looks like uh something something reflexes blah 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 yeah um does look like it says reveal your dial spend one to perform some sort of action and also like i mean we already got supernatural reflexes what the hell is this thing you know? yeah <laughs> I, and, it, and it looks like it's gonna make you gain a strain or something so who the hell knows there's a lot of text on that but, yeah yeah but so, so that's what's weird about this ship right kind of like another beefy you know republic okay there's gonna be some controversy well, apparently we're getting jedi in this thing yeah so you're gonna have anakin with like anakin's ability in this thing yeah kind of weird yeah that's kind of weird like here's here's some of these like ac guys arc dodgy guys with arc dodgy ac abilities in a freaking y-wing yeah so who so, knows? so the other thing that they uh, mentioned during that they were talk, talking about during their panel was um you know in the other part of wave five is the re-releases so You've got the uh, the ghost uh, being re-released, and uh, it is going to come with a sheathapede that yeah, can actually that can actually dock inside of it. There you go. <clears throat> um, so that's uh, that's that's just a cool you know for, for anybody that uh, wants to relive their PTSD of you know the wave twelve yeah. meta, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, the ghost <laughs> isn't what it used to be. Um, so uh, so yeah. So anyways, from a from a modeling perspective, obviously it's really cool to have yeah. to have that. that that's you know, that's one of the big things I think since the release of Second Edition, they're like. Oh, you know, we're going to redo some of the models. Yeah. Like one of the top five things, especially once you get past the B wing was at the top of my list. I'm like, man, that thing's yeah. going to have like all this articulation and they, and they, they managed to do that. So one of the next things is like, why doesn't the ghost actually dock the things? Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. So the other thing they have is the, uh, the inquisitor tie. Um, so they're, they're re-releasing that. Yep. Um, they're re-releasing the punishing one. Uh, so, so the jump masters. Yeah. So I believe those two would fall in the category of just like, they're, they're probably getting new at all. They're getting think. like slight repaints, I think. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't even think it's that much because I mean, yeah. maybe the punishing one if you go look at it, but um, you know, a lot of times they don't. The uh, the skick though, the skick, the skick's on its third paint job. Yeah, the skick's got a whole new Here we go. another whole new paint job. They, yeah. they are all about making us try to buy, or at least attempting to make us buy. Like, <laughs> here's a new Z, here's a new skick. Like, yeah, what, what kind of weird scum 
formation of like 17 different paint jobs and they try to make us fly. Yeah, here. right. So the other thing they mentioned during the panel and they they, they kind of just alluded to this. Um, so it's not real hard information, but um, they did when they talked about the Inquisitor's tie specifically during the panel, they mentioned new force users possibly. And mm. there was a brief mention of a, of a possible possible pilot packs as something that they were kind of looking at. Yeah, I definitely expect um, that to come out soonish. And I, and I went before this announcement, but when they said they were going to announce Wave 5 and all, I was thinking this would be the first time they did it. Yeah. Um, so it's strange not to see it actually in this article. Maybe it'll just kind of, oh, surprise, by the way, we're going to add this in kind of thing. Yeah, well, we're going to obviously see a but lot more articles about this. I would definitely this. expect it. Well, I mean, they didn't announce it as a product, though. You know what I mean? They, not they would announce no. it as a product normally. Yeah. Um, so it would have to be something similar along the lines of when they're like, oh, surprise, we're adding in two new ships that are in the new movie, you know, whatever. It would have to be something similar to that, like a real surprise that they're adding it. Yeah. Um, or I, I don't really expect it in this wave. Um, but I do expect it soon. Yeah. In, in, in waves to come, that that would be kind of the new norm. Because otherwise, like, I mean, look at this wave. This wave is... Honestly, and I'm not just trying to be pickier. It's kind of a letdown, a little bit, a little bit. Now it's pretty close on the heels of four, yeah, and all that. But that there's only the two new ships. I'm not expecting five, six, seven new ships. Yeah, I know they got yeah. new prints, but like three. I was well, like, where's the first? Where's order? the first order? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like they've got like seven new ships showing up and all these damn yeah. things that are just sitting around. Yeah. Like they're a ship behind. They're gonna be behind the two new factions now. Yeah, like yeah. where is the first order? Yeah, the first order so, is kind of quickly falling behind on ship count. You know, like at least at least throw that out there. Get to three ships. You know, have kind of a similar amount as to what you're reprinting. And um, yeah, because let's be honest, like the Y wing. How much time do they spend on that compared to a completely brand new ship? They're yeah. like, okay, all we got to do is pretty much come up with some pilot abilities. And, you know, they, they copied at least one of those over. So yeah. <laughs> it's like one and a half ships, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they could have thrown in something for the first order, you know. Yeah, yeah. So the, the only reason I or, think that or, they... Or introduce the pilot thing here. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like the, the okay, here's some new stuff for these these ships, especially, you know, one with a new paint job or whatnot, yeah. you know, or the whatever, because, like... They didn't give you a whole lot in this wave. No, no, they definitely didn't. But there's there's always opportunity for more to come. And I think there's uh I think the first order, you know, we're not seeing anything in wave four or wave five for the first order, but I I obviously I think there's gonna be a December drop for the movie. Yeah, that's at this point I'm expecting first order stuff. Yeah, I'm expecting like two ships in the same wave or something. I'm expecting maybe oh, yeah, like for sure. something like uh, one out of the cartoon show or something it has been around a little longer yeah to be like the main this is a part of wave six and then the surprise here's one from the ship yeah, the yeah. movie as well well we, we've already you seen know? a new ship we've already seen a new first order ship in, in the in the trailer that dropped i mean for you nine. got that one you got the the other you know like they need 14 different interceptors but yeah. the other one in the cartoon show there's a there's now a tie bomber in season two of yeah. the cartoon show yeah um the first order time bomber or whatever and there's a i, I think the thing it Disney World's supposed to be a first order ship. That whole thing's first order and resistance, that whole area. I don't think it's an Empire ship. Yeah. It's basically like a first order TIE Reaper. Yeah. Whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. So, so that's like four ships right there. Yeah. There's a lot of possibilities <laughs> for first order. And I think it's, uh, there's, I think it's a lot of it is just kind of probably being dictated by, uh, by Lucas at least. Um, maybe, maybe there was one that was going to come in here, but it has some <clears throat> brand new wacky mechanic, you know, the, th- 
the ship I just mentioned or something, and they just delayed it because of, you know, gameplay or something. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Or some weird, you know, maybe a factory burned down or something. <laughs> like, you never, you never know. <laughs> never know. Yeah. So, anyways, that's Wave 5. Um, you know, like I said, not a, not a whole lot to talk about just yet, but uh, I'm sure we'll get more articles and see more. Um, there, this is slated for a um, quarter three release. Um, so that could be, uh, that's probably going to be, you know, September, October. Um, yeah, that's probably a, uh, you know, people going to Gen Con will get, yeah, this, this, it'll probably be pre-released to Gen Con that and, old chestnut. Yeah, yeah. And then it'll come out to the masses, uh, you know, a couple weeks or a month later. Yep. So that's that old chestnut. Um, all right. The other thing, uh, to talk about, uh, was the, uh, UK system open. So the, the, the new, um, you know, they took a, they broke their own record with uh, being the largest X-Wing event ever held. I think they had like 565 players or something like that. I, Seems um, legit. Yeah. <laughs> so they had 500 last year. Um, they upped it a little bit this year. They had, uh, I think they, they were thinking they might have 620, but they ended up at like 560 something. So, but either way, still just a huge, huge tournament. Um, and uh, the talk of the town at the moment is the, uh, the winner of this tournament. Um, I believe his name is Jack Mooney, I think. Sounds right. Yeah, and um, he was playing a two-ship list with uh, with a just a super super fat Han at 144 points and uh, and a Jake uh, Jake Farrell A wing at 47 points um, and it's got just every trick in the book on Han. <laughs> um, yeah, Han Jake. I feel like for years, even back in first edition, has been it's been a thing. It's been you know, good ish. It's been around, but yeah. it's like, it's always been sort of this, like, I don't want to say joke, but almost like this joke kind of hanging in the background. They're like, yeah. Oh, you know, this guy made top 16 with him, Jake. And it like, like clockwork, no matter what the metal was, just one random one here or there would make a cut every like, you know, freaking three yeah. months. <laughs> you know, yeah. and you're just like, this is shit ever <laughs> going. It shows up. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, now I think, I well, think, I think it might have met it or evolved into its final yeah. form. <laughs> like, yeah, this yeah, is, this, yeah. This is like final form. Hunt, this is like Jake. okay, everything else is gone. Yeah, that was, you know, around in those. Now times. I, th- I think this. Um, I think uh, <laughs> this this guy Jack Mooney um, made top sixteen at Worlds with Han Jake in 2016, which I think was the year you were there, wasn't it? Didn't you? No, no, nobody. Not that year. Oh, it must have been. Oh, was that the year? It was like I, two um, Worlds in the same year, or like or mm, they were real close yeah, together. Yeah, so that was like in between the two that I okay made. yeah so anyways um the list is uh you know han solo um with trick shot luke skywalker kane and jarris r2d2 crew engine upgrade the falcon title and inertial damp now, now that's that's luke skywalker the gunner that luke ain't, skywalker that ain't gunner. the x-wing that's yeah no 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 that's 360 the, turret training wheels that's you the, know gonna break the game we made him so expensive he's never yeah. gonna be used competitively I, if, that luke skywalker that luke skywalker that they that FFG, just won a 550 person yeah, tournament FFG, by breaking the game ffg may already be regretting <laughs> dropping it the four uh-huh. points but the, <laughs> uh, from or the 30 it. that it was or printing it in the first place maybe but uh, um and then you have uh, uh jake farrell with outmaneuver and lone wolf so um uh that's also a pretty fat jake there as well so um they can you know do some pretty pretty dirty tricks ah, good old two ship lone wolf yeah right That's familiar yeah and, you, and, and you're going to be spending so much time on han that uh, jake can kind of pretty much do what he wants flying around in the yeah it'd you. be interesting to watch some of these games a little more um but uh like with the lone wolf on jake there um 
Jake's got flexibility. Yeah. Like he can play him as a lone wolf, kind of flanking out with the outmaneuver and all that. Yeah. Or he can hang close to the hon where it's safe for a bit. Because, um, you know, if your opponent's got like a whole swarm of shit coming at you, like, um, you know, it might be safe to keep him back a little bit until like a few bodies are gone. And yeah. Then he, and then he goes lone wolfing and goes to work. But, you know, until then, he's just hangs back yeah. at a safe distance behind Han and just feeds him. He's a focus battery. Yeah, he can feed it's, Han it's focuses, like yeah. It's like some sort of mind link uh, focus battery almost, yeah. you know? And then, so Han's, you know, he, he's got these abilities. If he doesn't use them or give him the extra force tokens, yeah. he does use them. He's got a 360 turret and is mm-hmm. pretty much stress immune. Yeah. Um, he's got infinite regen in, in a second edition where... The downside is, uh, you know, rolling this die, but, you know, he's he got a 3D chance twice. and he gets to re-roll yeah. it. So he gets yeah. to mitigate that. Um, I I don't know. I, I, f- I feel like the other than, you know, Luke is, you know, whatever. But I still think that maybe the ruling on the timing on Kanan's the biggest linchpin in this. Yeah, well, I think that was what kind of set this off. Ever since that ruling, you started to see this list, uh, yeah. versions of this list kind of start to pop up. And it's not just for the dampeners combo. Like, you can just pull the stress off for going through like a debris. Yeah. And then, you know, what are the odds that Han's going to crit himself when he has to roll? You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Random suggested changes here. I, probably that ruling. Um, of course, one ruling I've been, this is not related to this list, but like the Y wings of the gunners and all I've been, I've been just for a while kind of wondering why that they haven't kind of changed that ruling. Not that that's so like busted or anything, but I think it just, feels weird, a little non-intuitive and kind of future-proofing for the game that basically if you attack out a given arc, you've attacked out that arc. Yeah. You know, for like the way the Wookiee Gunners work. So, yeah. um, And and it would at least make people kind of like aim their arc sideways and line up a double arc and stuff. And I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Um, So it it just feels like, kind of like the Han thing with, you know, the dash. Um, It it feels like another one in that, you know, line of, uh, you know, this odd timing has created a problem here. And, um, you know, that... The, that's kind of the linchpin that brings this all together. Yeah. Kind of in the way that the hate being abused on North Ball, like, you know, yeah. for three points on a ship that can, you know, literally have like 11 health and get, you know, so much yeah. out of that. I, I really wouldn't be surprised that, that, that to that see. Scale. So I feel like yeah. those are a couple of things kind of jumping out at me right yeah. now. I really wouldn't. These. Yeah. I, I really would not be surprised to see hate move to a variable point system based on health. I could also um, almost see, um, you know, this this goes more into the realm of errata. They don't seem to want to do. Um, and, and it might not be necessary. It might ruin the flavor of it. Yada, 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 yada. But I could almost see Han's ability being a once per turn charge yeah so like he gets to just re-roll something once per turn yeah being able to re-roll just every like, i'm gonna re-roll <laughs> r2's effect i'm gonna re-roll yeah, in some list you know ridiculous. lando's ability <laughs> i'm gonna re-roll any obstacle i go over yeah, yeah and then i'm also gonna do my you know attacks and you know the three defense rolls and all that you know? yeah so yeah it's not that hard to be within range one of an obstacle that you give zero shits about like so yeah so he's part dash he's part I don't even know what, you know, but it doesn't feel very second edition. Yeah. Um, you know, you still give up a shit ton of points if you get halved. You still have to be careful with a two-ship list regardless in second edition. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's definitely, it's not just some auto win slapping on the table. But yeah. still, you know, if they were willing to hot fix the Upsilons because they were playing in such a weird way that didn't really yeah. feel like what 
X-Wing and second edition was supposed yeah. to be about maneuvering. They were just going to deploy well, in front of you. In th- a ship with a 360-degree arc that doesn't even have to move. Uh, yeah, know? yeah. I mean, I think the Kanan ruling, it's it's uh, it's honestly just like a repeat of the Han Gunner ruling. Like yeah. they, It was like they made this ruling kind of like, oh, this, yeah, yeah, you can do this. Yeah. And then not really thinking about it. And, and now it's kind of a, now it's this thing and they're going to kind of go back and just turn it, turn around yeah, the other and, way. And they it said makes so. sense within the rule. Like I still think that the, like the ruling that Gunner Han works with Dash and, or, and Rourke, you know, the whole yeah. combo makes more sense within the context of the rules as written. Yeah. And, um, they basically just said, no, wait, never mind. Like, we just don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because we said so. Yeah. You know? well, so it is one of those. And I, and I don't and have a problem with that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of stupid. I think it was a little overhyped. It was a little gimmicky. And it and it was the first gimmick right when the signature yeah. came out. And a lot of people, I think, just flew right into it. And then, like, on turn three, they're like, so wait, what does that do again? And by then, they're already getting shot. It's too late. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once people kind of wised up to it, it was I think starting to go away a little bit anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, and then they draw the hammer. This is a different animal. Yeah. This, I think <laughs> like, will st- if, if it's not, if it's I think not this changed in some way, power. it'll stick around more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, like, like I said, I think the, I, and I think the reason that they just kind of did the, because we said so changes. Yeah. Cause like you said, in the, within the context of rules as written, it kind of makes it, it all makes sense. It's almost like telling me that if I swarm tactics, it's not exactly the same, but it's very similar to like, if I swarm tactics, someone with Howard runner, like you're telling me I have to use Howard shot before the other shot. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, it yeah. doesn't make sense that much. Yeah. You know? So it, it, I understand, you know, understand that it, within the context of the rules is written, but I think because they are so loath to, uh, errata cards right now, they're more yeah. likely to do a, because we said so. Yeah. And rules and, change and than that, anything else. I understand else. that too. So I could see that happening here. Um, this thing winning a, um, yeah, the biggest tournament ever attendance wise, 550 people, whatever it was, yeah. um, you know, a good, uh, six months or whatever it is down to second edition. Even, even if you just count from the new year when things really started to kick off compared to, you know, dash getting a, a, a top four at a 140 person tournament, yeah. you know, two weeks after the game came out, I think it's a whole different animal. Yeah. Like that, that just speaks to it's, uh, you know, how solid it is by comparison. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it didn't, um, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people didn't know what to do against it and mm-hmm. did catch him by surprise, but it wasn't just a it, surprise. And obviously it was, <laughs> and also it was flown by a guy who's, who's just played this type of list, Han and Jake together for yeah. years. Yeah. So he's, uh, you know, somebody who obviously knows what he's doing with it. So yeah, that, so that makes mean, it even, that just makes it even, you know, worse as far it, as like, it, and, and, and just, to go back to the Epsilons, like, I think like, let's say the triple Epsilon thing was still a thing. I mean, yeah, with the exception of a couple of like primarily tie storm that kind of has to like deploy and fly in a very specific way or it just like is 100% off its game and screwed anyway. It can't just be like easily. I'm just going to deploy in the middle of the map and fly this way. You know what I mean? And then turn around the formation perfectly and come back at you and and they have reinforced for that and whatever. But like for the most part, I feel like if Upsons were still a thing today, unless they were also running collision detector, which they usually weren't actually. Um, but you know, even if whatever, it, maybe clouds would have been a problem, I guess. But yeah. if, anyway, you could kind of deploy back and just like run in the opposite direction as fast as you can. Yeah. And at least for that first turn, you could avoid the engagement. There are ways to do it and um, let their tokens, their all their bonus tokens, fall off. Yeah. And then maybe turn around and fight them, and you know, kill one or two, get behind the others, win. Yeah. Uh, it just is weird. 
it's it's weird <laughs> that like you know the the first turn or two is me literally a race running away from you to to cater to come back at you, and it you know would make the first turn it's kind of mute and it and it just felt strange. Yeah. So it wasn't unbeatable. Like so that's the analogy I'm making here is like I don't think this is like some unbeatable list or anything, but it's freaking weird. Yeah. <laughs> like and it gets like the spirit of the game a little bit and so Well it's definitely you know, it's definitely just a if reminder. it hangs around whatever I'll deal with it, you know. Yeah, but yeah. I I could definitely see them dropping the hammer. Yeah. It's it's a reminder of of just the old combo wing um kind of end of one point and, and that's that that kind of gets people yeah, up it and is up, definitely and up that. But even then, like, uh, you didn't have, even with all the turret chips on, you didn't have something that just sat in place at will. Yeah. To that extent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. granted, it's not really sitting in place like four turns in a row. That's not going to you know, be Generally ideal. speaking, it wouldn't. Generally. Yeah, yeah. But it could. But it can. Yeah. <laughs> which is odd. I mean, you know, if, well, one of the games apparently was this against, you know, four Sigmas, of course, because, you yeah. know, it was extended. Well, I think he um, played three, four Sigmas in a row. So in, in, in one cut. of those, yeah, one of those games, you know, they're basically just the, the way the Sigmas can stall by the way they move in this thing like this thing could technically sit in one place with six zeros in a row and it doesn't count as fortressing yeah you know because it's still executing a maneuver yeah or whatever. i mean i guess it doesn't change its position but it's not running into another ship or whatever you know yeah the a-wing's moving or something yeah the a-wing's going one hard barrel one hard barrel one hard barrel yeah and you, it's not technically fortressing but that list can sit in the corner like that and the phantoms can sit in the corner like that and and something you know they moved around a little bit more than that but something similar to that happened in one of those games until you know, he managed to score half points on a phantom with, you know, fucking 10 minutes left. Yeah. And win the game. Because they didn't, he didn't want to, neither one wanted to go into a poor engagement or whatever. Yeah. But still, like, you know, who can stall longer? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm surprised they haven't maybe done something to affect the phantoms, but they, that's probably something that's more in the lines of like, they're like, well, we screwed up on not doing enough to juke. Yeah. That, you know? Yeah. And we're just going to have to bite the bullet on that until the, uh, till the next points change and they'll, you know, hit them harder. Yeah. But yeah, this is a different animal. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The other thing, the other kind of thing out of that, out of that system open is that there were just, a, there were a number of, uh, of the quad Sigma lists. It was, uh, it's again, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of really, all over the place and extended in the system opens, yeah. um, especially up in the cuts. So uh, the four signalist is still good. It's not going anywhere until any sort of points change or anything like that happens. Um, I think this list is going to, uh, or things similar to this are going to start showing up a lot more. Um, I think uh, Nathan Idy ran uh, a very, uh, a somewhat similar list in the, was that, uh, that was at Adepticon. Oh, okay. So it was extended. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was extended. Yeah. So he, he ran a somewhat similar list at Adepticon and, um, you know, but he ended up losing to Tyler Tippett in the in the yeah, he just final round. But I guess so he definitely wasn't using Luke, so I don't remember. He was not losing that was using about, Luke. That no. was about the only real difference on the ship. You know, maybe he didn't have the title or something, but the only major, major difference. Yeah. And, you know, his uh whatever he was I think playing, he had Nora in there as well. Yeah, whatever he was playing yeah. with was different. So I don't know if he had Nora and Wedge. I don't think he'd have the points for that. No, I th- I can't remember exactly what he had, but I know he had Nora in there. It might have been Nora and Jake. It might have been Nora and Jake. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But anyways, you're going to see versions of this list now, uh, especially after you see a couple of players make really good runs with it. Um, And it is just a really, really strong list. I mean, this, this Han is very tanky. Just being able to, to use those rocks to your advantage, you're getting your extra dice and um, on both attack and defense. 
and uh, and all the rerolls that you could ask for with the you know between the title and uh, and his ability, yeah, you can reroll yeah. you can reroll your defense dice three times or something, yeah, <laughs> or reroll three two times. Rerolls and then like especially on the last shot or if somehow you didn't roll evade yet, you know, you just go all right, fine, I'll just use that little yeah. token. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So anyways, this, this, it's going to be around for a while to come, but, um, anyways, uh, I think that's going to do it for this week and, uh, appreciate everybody listening and we will catch you later. Yep. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, I guess, uh, Joe had to leave a little early tonight. Um, I, I'm sure we'll get to uh, hear the payoff of his, uh, list or yeah. later, but, uh, I think, um, I think there was some sort of uh, Colt 45 clearance down at the liquor store, and someone said there was a Lando sighting. So he, had to, he had to go. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, but go right. to run, but uh, we'll we'll catch him next week. So, um, all right. Thanks again, everybody. Catch you later. All right.